Welcome to Diceborn! This is our series from the 17th Shard where we're playing through a campaign of the Mistborn Adventure game. I'm Ben, playing Dervish today, and I'm joined by Ian. Hey, I'm Weird Rider, and I play Royce Hadriel. I'm also joined by Grace. Hey, I'm Gator Girl, and I play Marilyn Romali. We're also joined by Rosemary. Greetings, folks. I am uh, known as K-Myth on the Shard, and I play Hallie DePazel. And then joining us after a long break, because it's it was so long between sessions recently, <laughs> Matt has handed up with some free time. We're also joined by Matt. Hey, comatose on the forums, and I play Luca Ilariel, and happy to be back. And yes. it's been a longer break for me than it has been for the viewers. So. <laughs> it's been like six weeks between episodes, um, but it's been several months um, <laughs> in real life. Uh, cool. And then our GM for this lovely game, the narrator, the Lord Roller, we have Natasha. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 11 of the Mistborn Adventure Game series. You can find the rest of the episodes in the playlist on YouTube, or if you're listening on Spotify, they should be a part of the series on Spotify. Um, and you can just go to our YouTube channel. It's also all available there, as we, yeah, these are videos as well. Um, for today's giveaway, I'm going to hand this over to Giveaway Ben to tell you about that. Thank you, episode Ben. Hello, everyone. It's me, Giveaway Ben. Were you expecting someone else? Um, I don't know why you would be, because it's me, as always, as usual, Giveaway Ben. I'm here to talk to you about two giveaway things this week. The first is our F winner from last episode, who is Adam Beckwith. Congratulations, you have won the Mistborn Adventure Game rulebook. So please send an email to 17thshard at gmail.com. That is one seven, the numbers, thshard at gmail.com, so that we can get your address and send that book your way. Many thanks to Crafty Games for providing that rulebook for us. And then, for the reason the rest of you all have continued to watch this segment, this episode's giveaway. Uh, we are giving away the last of our Call to Adventure Stormlight Archive Deluxe Editions. So, one week after this episode goes live, we are going to pick three winners. Um, those will be people who have subscribed to the channel and commented down below. So please leave a comment if you would like to enter. And those winners will be announced next episode. If you have come to watch more than one week after this video has gone live, I'm so sorry, but the entry period is over. We still absolutely appreciate your viewership and your comments down below if you care to leave them, as well as if you care to subscribe. We really appreciate that, regardless of when there's a giveaway or not. So, this giveaway is only for US residents. Sorry, people abroad. And we would like to thank Brotherwise Games for providing us with these lovely, lovely call to adventure games to give away to all of you fine people. Now, I think I've probably taken enough of your time. Let's get back to the episode. I have to say, I think this one might be my favorite Diceborn episode yet, and I don't just say that because it's the only one that I've ever watched while I was editing this video. Uh, that would be silly. I'm Giveaway Ben, after all. I'm on the show every single week. So, back to you, episode Ben. Thank you very much, Giveaway Ben. Um, so, without much further ado, Natasha, 
Did you want to kick off episode 11 of Dicebawn? Yeah. So one, we need a recap, but I just want to remind everyone that we left with, you know, a talking horse. And I just, I just love that. <laughs> it made me very happy. <laughs> I love Matt is coming in, not knowing what's happened in the what last two sessions at all. I don't know. I think. Yeah, I did watch. I did watch the like um, headphones off section of episode eight. Yes, but I know nothing about episodes nine or ten, so this will be interesting. <laughs> cool. Um, Rosemary, did you want to go into what happened when in the town of Belton? Are you gonna make me remember stuff? <laughs> It's, it was your family well, like, that we. Well, I mean, it was also my family stuff we dealt with as well. Um, we did also you do the, so. you you do recap very well. <laughs> Only when I take notes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's see. Yeah, we had we had a fight last time, and there was a Dervish's sister who was stirring up some trouble right here in. Belton City, yeah. Town. <laughs> I was I was trying to do a Music Man reference, but apparently that just crashed and burned. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're all encased in our little hidey holes in in on the roofs, and the Coloss blooded sneak in, and they get suspicious when the first houses they visit don't have people for them to kill and then they start getting careful and then there's big firefight boom 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 ghost has a gun uh, <laughs> ghost might have had two guns ghost out of the gun <laughs> yeah. which might not have been the best idea but so we shoot some things uh voice is only mildly traumatized voice is, is severely traumatized he's just really good at hiding it Yep. Uh, I, I... Royce rolls badly while using his tin for firing a gun mm -hmm. and winds up in the fetal position and Ghost actually winds up firing the kill shot on Dervish's sister Yep. and right now <laughs> Ghost is the only one that knows that yeah, yeah. I was I was <clears throat> Just fist fighting her on the ground in <laughs> in front of the town. Um, after Hallie her. has yeah, Hallie has suspicions though because the rifle was leaning neatly against the wall, very far away from where Royce was curled up on the floor. So she's like, "Doesn't add up." So yeah, after I was given, I was given her the old punch to the face, um, and I did stop when she got knocked out. But then obviously a bullet hit her. I don't know where it came from. Royce has told me he thinks he shot it. Um. Yeah, because my I he was not cognizant enough to turn off his tin when he started having his episode, and so he heard the bullet crack her skull coming from the gun he was firing. Royce with PTSD, everyone. Yep. And uh, Marilyn and helped we... keep some kids safe as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a little brat who could have basically been Hallie's mini me. Uh, 
And we wrap some things up at the end. Hallie has. Yeah, I'm going to un- toss in a sword oh. there. Oh, oh yeah. I, I also. It's a terrible, terrible sword. I got my sister's inserted. sword. Yes. Um, which has spikes in the handle, which you grip with, pierce your skin, and then give you various powers like healing and strength. And I think another one. I can't remember. Who... I can't remember. But yeah. Um, and so that's, that's something I have in my possession now. Um. <laughs> It's a very bad sword. It's like not Nightblood level bad, but it's bad. It's a scary it's sword. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what matters. That's the that's the important thing, is if I need to use it, I'd have a really cool giant sword. Anime sword. A giant anime sword. <laughs> um and then as we're leaving town. No, no, no. We no. we can't leave town yet. Oh, we haven't left town yet. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we haven't left town yet. Uh, there is also there is a little tidbit where uh, Hallie's aunt used Hallie's full name around uh, around Marilyn, and right now Marilyn is sitting on that little bomb of <laughs> is she going to weaponize it or is she going to be like, hey, so I know this thing, uh, and. How she approaches it is going to drastically affect how Hallie reacts to her having this information. Um, and while we were saying our goodbyes, there was a fellow who came into town who was checking on things. He was Hallie's ex. It was awkward. It was great. Also, then, uh, the bell asked, asked me to uh, make sure Dervish keeps in touch. Yes, <laughs> I I got myself a little a little yeah little, little pen pal. Um, mm-hmm. Pen pal is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> um. So and as we then as we left town, we decided to go visit the Alarial or not the Alarial household, the the household of Luca's family. Um, their original name the, is the, the good the, the good offshoot of the family. Yes, they don't use the Alarial name though. I Nichols? don't remember what their name is. The Nichols. The Nichols. Yeah. Uh, because we still have a carriage full of your stuff, um, Luca. <laughs> we had two carriages. One's full of yeah, two carriages. One is nothing but your luggage. Yes, and so I was I was driving that one as we left when our horse. Uh, <laughs> oh, before that actually, uh, there was a conversation. Uh, between Royce and Marilyn, where she yes. made some very accusatory Royce, allegations Royce against him. Royce took them more defensively than she intended. I mean, he felt feels attacked. <laughs> like that was very combative phrasing. That was that was nice for Marilyn. She's trying. <laughs> Cool. And then the episode ended with our horse being like, Hi, Dervish, it's me, your boy, Carmel. And um, <laughs> I, I gave him the spikes uh, that my sister had on her because she didn't just have the original four ones. She also had some extra ones as well, um, which which may be important. Um, and uh, what else was there? There was also something else. Oh, I also asked if he could help take care of the whole being wanted for arson thing that's happening in Elendale. Um, and he said he would. Which was, <laughs> I was very appreciative of. Um, I don't know if I should mention to the viewers that obviously that episode has the has come out since before recording this. So Grace and Rosemary 
do know a bit more information yes, about that. And I actually than... haven't I... listened to that conversation. <laughs> I haven't listened to it either, but I am deeply offended on Hallie's behalf that a chondra scammed me out of a muffin when we know that they don't even like muffins. Oh, also, um, Royce is much less angry at um, Dervish for telling his and Luca's names during that that meeting before we left. Because, like, oh, like, he already knew. He like, knew, he knew. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm sure some stuff related to that is probably going to come out during... Maybe... Marilyn won't take it badly at all, I'm No, sure. this is fine. This hasn't been a moral dilemma I've been battling with for months. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just fine. <laughs> so, so we'll pick up there. So the horse has just run off. Yep. Um, you know, leaving Dervish standing in front of the, the carriage without a horse to draw it. Yep. Um, and up ahead... You know, everyone else has has stopped um, noticing that the carriage behind, the one with all of Luca's stuff, um, has been um, waylaid. <laughs> um, I have, I, I do go to get into position to start pulling the carriage myself, um, and uh, yeah, I'm just gonna start pulling. Okay, I was you're, gonna say. You're... <laughs> We're gonna address the horselessness. Are we gonna, who's, should... who's driving the other carriage again? Rosemary. I think. Yeah. Hallie. Yeah. 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 So at this point, like Hallie would probably have like checked what was going on. So you're definitely like well aware there is no horse, <laughs> and that Dervish <laughs> is now pulling the carriage. <laughs> And I'll call back to the others in this carriage. Dervish is doing dumb crap again. <laughs> I don't know what he did with the horse. Did did we purchase that horse or rent it? I think we just borrowed it. That, hmm. Yeah, this is a problem. Dervish was in charge of it, so I guess it's coming out of his paycheck. That seems fair. <laughs> okay, so you just can <laughs> He lost the horse. He can go ahead and keep pulling the carriage. It's clearly his fault. <laughs> and Matt just sitting there like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> Welcome back, Matt. Yep. Chaos that is all of them. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, Royce wow. has a physique of two. Like he's like, no, I'm not getting involved with that. Period. Like, um, yeah, Ellie could help, but she won't. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, it's only like you know, a mile further. It's fine. Yeah, you know, at least Carmel had the good sense and the kindness in his little gel body to you know not make you haul the carriage too far yeah but he could have just vanished in the night in town but that would be nice <laughs> that would have been too easy yeah and and getting the spikes back would have been harder for him so you, know. oh. you soon arrive 
to the town of Luca's birth. And, well, no, yes, of Luca's birth. Um, and where he grew up. And it is this cute little quaint um, town out, you know, kind of towards the edge of the basin. Um, and it's like very rustic and homey and even more so than like the last the la like Belton right Belton has like a slightly more industrial feel like just ever so slightly whereas um this town is very more like country and you know like cattle fields and um yeah it's it's just like idyllic countryside um and you eventually, you know, are able to find the um, homestead of the Nickel family. Um, it's, you know, kind of like you just go down the main. <laughs> there's like one road, <laughs> one road, and you just keep going. And, you know, there's like a sign off of each of off the main road of, you know, each family name. And eventually you get to like Nickel. <laughs> set back there's this little like country home with a farmhouse and a farm building not a farm building a barn that's what i was wanting to say <laughs> <laughs> i've got this guy yeah you're good <laughs> with a barn um and this dog that comes out and it like it's this big big um irish wolfhound or not irish wolfhound just wolfhound, wolfhound. Mm -hmm. um this big you don't wolfhound. have irish there <laughs> no there's not I, i'm pretty I'm sure on there's one ireland i think post catascender there is an ireland actually <laughs> it's like this big it's yeah. like it's this tiny 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 city no, it's, no you're, you're mispronouncing it it's Irie land. <laughs> and it's off in the cognitive realm. That was good. That was good. <laughs> anyway. <Mary>. <laughs> <laughs> there's this old wolfhound right there in front of me. You couldn't expect me to not. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. There's this old wolfhound that, you know, gets up and stretches its bones and comes and pads over and just sits at the front gate and stares at you all. <laughs> I, I, I struggle to stop the carriage because of like it's got a lot of momentum behind it and I'm like, Ugh! as it as it as we pull up. And like Dervish is like slicked with sweat. I am sweating. Point. I'm like I am like hair is stuck to me. Um it is it is <laughs> not easy. This is characters are heavy. What did you do to the damn horse? Uh, it kind of just got away from me. Um, um, got away from all of the straps and harness stuff. Yeah, just randomly in the middle of pulling the carriage. Yeah, I I don't do, know what do, happened. Do you see this face? Yeah. Dervish? Yep. This is the extreme skeptical face. Yep. Dervish, you know we we don't own that horse, right? Like, I mean, we definitely don't own it now. 
Um, the I'm sure the the carriage renting place we hired these from has insurance. Um, yes, insurance for horses randomly teleporting out of their harnesses. These things happen. Um, you know, I sometimes no! <laughs> look. Look, we can, we can, they don't. We can, we can come up with a cover story if if we need to, but yes. if they don't accept it, it's gonna have to come out of your your pay. A cover I hope story you understand. Is a good idea. Um, yeah, I can. I'll pay for it. I guess it was under my watch. Um, yeah, you can blame your sister. There you go. Easy done. Um. Royce, can I borrow you for a second? Um, I just got sure. Cool, uh, and then I'm going to pull him to like the other side of the carriage. Um, <laughs> um we want a private conversation. We might, yeah. Oh, because there a ghost. are certain ears. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, what ghost is deaf right now, though, right? I don't think we should bank on that information. Okay, okay. Let's let's do the. It's uh, a good point. Let's do this another time. Uh, come find me at some point when we have a moment free. Yeah. As we go back, I wanna look at Ghost. <laughs> Is he? How good? Whether or not he's has his hearing back, how good would he be at hiding it? I'm like. Mm. Like, is he? Do I vibe check basically? <laughs> vibe check. I love I love Royce's vibe checks. They're so good. What kind of vibe check are you doing? Like, I like, mean, like, are you like? Is this like a wits vibe check or like a physique what vibe check or like? <laughs> definitely not physique. This is like. Does he look like a young boy that just heard something interesting that specifically called him out as not should not be hearing this? I like because like, he's been playing up losing his hearing. Right, like, right, right, right. So um, I'm gonna have someone else roll. Who wants to roll for ghost? Looks like Ben wants to roll for ghost. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, ben wants to roll for I mean, those. Matt Matt hasn't rolled a die in, like, okay. several months. Does, does Matt <laughs> <Sure. have? laughs> I'll, Although I'll Matt roll. might be doing a lot of rolling this session. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can roll for ghosts, though, to start. Yeah. So I assume this would be a contest if we're opposing... Yes, this is a contest, and... We'll have a wits off, probably. A wits off. Has anyone been like, I haven't been doing this, but like tracking every time Ghost rolls to try to figure out his like <laughs> character sheet? No. 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 It's just and... like all sixes. <laughs> <laughs> and do I want it? burn some tin so I can use my lie detector trait. <laughs> I think I would. Like a brief burn. 
brief burn. Like, just a little burn. Yeah. A sizzle. Um, he has a five wits. And is he adding anything to it? Sorry, Royce, I shouldn't have asked that. Um, <laughs> one. So, so fixed six. dice. What is Ghost's destiny and tragedy? <laughs> <laughs> so Ghost gets a five and a nudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Royce, 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 Royce. <laughs> okay. Um, I also have five wits. And I can only add one trait, right? So I can't add information acquisition and light detector. Yeah. It's just one. So that's also six dice. Going fives and two notches. Fives and two notches. <laughs> if people have developed the drinking game of drink every time Royce tries to apply his information acquisition <laughs> traits, <laughs> uh, they would have alcohol poisoning. So <laughs> let's not do that. Uh, okay. Oh. What is it? Five and no nudgers. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Ghost is standing there and he is looking at uh, this wolfhound. And he's just like making like this deep eye contact with this wolfhound. Okay. We're still leave it there. He's still suspicious, but yeah. he doesn't detect anything. I'm going to go over to the gate and, like, look. Like, is there a bell to ring or something? <laughs> There's a dog. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there, like, a front door I can walk to? Yeah, so there's the gate, right, with the dog behind the gate. And then, you know, up the little path and there's a front door. I'm going to lean down and let the dog sniff my hand. I love how Matt's just shaking his head at me. <laughs> no, I was shaking at the, is there a bell at the gate? I'm like, I wonder which one of these players uh, grew up in the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, try to cautiously open the gate and see if the dog does anything. Like, and try to, like, step in. Um... When you open the gate, the dog lets out two barks and then, like, trots up to the door. Right, I'll just do a follow-up to the door and try to, like, knock. They have a dog alarm. <laughs> they have a dog alarm. Yeah. So it's a very, like, well-trained, you know, farm dog. Nice. Um, uh, who, who has Luca's notes? Because I, I want to, like, take that with me up to the door. Uh, should we just say you have it? <laughs> sure. Oh, I asked for it at some point during the track. I was going to say, yeah, yeah we, 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 we looked at it. We passed it around. Um, so I, I don't know who it ended up with in the end. Um, and Marilyn, before you reach the door, um, it's open. And it's open by a man who resembles Luca in a good many ways, except for possibly has a little bit more like substance like a little bit more muscle like he's been out here working 
whereas Luca is, you know, in the city and more, you know, educated and trying to be fashionable and, and whatnot. Um, and he has, you know, the, like, just the dark, um, dark, kind of little curly, um, hair and these gray eyes, um, and his, like, very simple shirt is pushed up, you know, past his elbows, um, and he's wiping off his hands from, like, doing the dishes, um, and he considers you and says, looks past you and he says, um, welcome, and who are you? How can uh, I help you? Oh, welcome. I'm, I'm Marilyn. I'm a friend of Luca's and I'm gonna, like, take out the note and hand it to this guy. I don't know if Luca wants his family to know, but I'm <laughs> going to, I, 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 going to anyways. Trying to remember what was in that note. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, are you, are you going to go get the note? <laughs> it, it should at least be so distinctly Luca. That at he the very no least, I want to, like, show him Luca's signature and, like, point out the part of, like, I'll be headed to my family's estate. estate. Okay, so you're not, like, yeah, just whatever. handing him the note to read yeah. you're like we were sent here by luca like yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying yeah, to meet okay. up with him here no okay. i won't just hand him the note like just to read just yet but i'm not i'm not counting it out <laughs> and oh, i'm not okay. necessarily trying to like hide what he says in the note um ben will you give me a three physique roll yes uh Three and then challenge. Do you want to challenge? Mm, two. Go. Uh, this NPC rolled a nada with one nudge. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. So he says, "Uh, Luca. Um, friends." Why? Why have you come? Um. Oh. Uh. Come in. Um. I'm Luca's father. Darren. And this is Adine's son. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why that didn't clock with me. That they're related. Obviously, I'm slow. <laughs> Um, as you, you mean Luca's <laughs> grandmother is related to Luca's father? Shock, I'm shocked to hear. <laughs> it could have been his mom. True. You know, yeah. You know. Um, as as we're invited in, I'm going to start like opening the gates fully and like bringing the carriages in. Um, we Luca. Um, I'm not sure if he's told you, but he's uh does uh philanthropic work with us um dervish dervish here can tell you about the the soup kitchen that that we uh frequent um um and darren's eyebrow raises like <laughs> it just knows his son i don't know if that was the best cover story but it's like <laughs> as if a string has just pulled it right up Philanthropic work at a soup kitchen. Um, among other things, yes. Um, 
Yes, I'm very interested to hear about this. Please come in. Have a seat. And at the very least, we can we have a carriage full of his luggage. Oh, I, that sounds yeah, more accurate. Yeah, we, <laughs> we we were traveling together, and he um unfortunately was was called away temporarily, and asked us to bring this along here for him. All right. Um. Yes, you can. Uh, the barn is over there. You can leave your horse. Singular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In there. <laughs> um, and we can unpack that later. Go. I go and do that, and then come join. Sweaty and muddy and mucky. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone else goes into the house. Hallie hangs back a little bit. And she's like, who's a good boy? (laughs) And then then she goes in. And this dog is clearly like an older dog. But like, as you do that, his tail just starts like, Like, but but she makes sure no one's watching when she does it. (laughs) Very happy dog. I will Um, say, um, when the dog barks, uh, Royce did flinch a little bit, and then he was mm. kind of like zoning out a little. Um, yeah, so everyone goes inside, and Darren doesn't seem like bothered or anything by the mess that Dervish brings in. Um, it's just kind of like, yeah, farm mess, you know, dirt, grime, whatever. Um, and then and as you as you all make your way in, you know, he kind of gestures for you to sit down. Um, and his wife comes out of the kitchen. Um, and she is a lovely woman. Um, she is, like, rather youthful, like, despite the fact that she is probably, like, mm, early 50s. Would you say right? That sounds about right. Um, early fifties. She has dark hair, uh, dark hair, and like more tanned, a dark complexion, um, and a very like full face, like a round, um, sweet round face, um, and. She comes in and she looks at all of you and she says, Oh, visitors. Strange. Uh, yeah, we're, we're friends with uh, Luca. We um work, work with him at a soup kitchen. We actually um, were, were on a tour to visit the countryside and some of the nobles who don't frequent the city um, to get donations and then i'm gonna like kind of uh, be like uh uh, we're a team that was um designed to to help that um and luca unfortunately was called away and he asked us to uh come along here and wait for him and to bring some of his luggage along with us um somehow none of this information seems to surprise her and she's more just like looking over each of you like very attentively mm-hmm. uh, studying more how you appear 
rather than um, listening to what Marilyn is saying, as if he knows it all. Um, and she says, I have tea boiling, um, so that will be out shortly. Um, it is, uh, Dare's not at work right now because the school is um, out uh, for harvest, but... Um, and since it's like evening time, right, they've, they've finished for the day and that's why she's here. Um, and she says, I will make sure that the tea is brought out. And she just kind of eyes you all once more and then walks back into the kitchen. So where's Luca at then? I say to... Darren. And he he chuckles oddly and says, what do you mean? You said that he was taken away. Like, briefly. like He had to jaunt off, but he, he said he would meet us here. But, but perhaps we arrived before he did, which is fine. Luca isn't exactly known for his punctuality. Oh, I know my son well, yes. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, I teach the school and he is my son, and yet somehow he was always late for class. Out of character, it has just occurred to me, he did just, this is Luca we're talking about, he just walked off in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere. He could be in a ditch somewhere, and we have no <laughs> idea. How you- <laughs> Yeah, I love how you all just assumed. We he was assumed he make made it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a resourceful kid. He clearly thought he knew what he was doing at the time. I mean, Royce. <laughs> Royce knows certain factions are watching this group, so he's like, mm, he'll probably be fine. <laughs> if he gets in too much danger, mm, something's gonna happen. He has a guardian, Condra. <laughs> yeah. So, so Luca never isn't here then. No, he hasn't. You're telling me my son's missing. No, um, he's. Uh, I'm sure on on his way. We'll we'll send a letter out for him tomorrow. Okay. Speaking of which, let's cut to Luca. What is happening? <laughs> so, Luca, for the past couple of days, um, about, like, shortly after you split off from, from the group and you were hiking through, you know, the wilderness. Um, he, he had that uh, wilderness supply gear, right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you absolutely knew where you were going. You were very certain. In fact... You almost made it all the way to your parents' house. You were like, I love how he went straight to his parents' house and we still beat him there. (laughs) You were pretty much, pretty much right there. However, however, um, the night before you arrived, um, you were setting up camp. I mean, we're still, even though we're on the edge of the basin, we're still inside the basin. It's pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. 
they, your parents didn't press me. I was like coming up with what roles each of us did on this like philanthropic <laughs> tour, but they're just not even questioning. Um, you were you were setting up camp, um, and shockingly, you heard a twig snap. Um, and out of the brush came what at first you assumed were like bandits. Um, but very shortly thereafter, you recognized them, um, as Sveth Hasting and Mirabel Svant. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Really? Okay. <laughs> so, um, given the fact that let's let's role role play this out. Let's let's role play how 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 this went down. Um. Okay. Now I will leave this up to you. Do you want? Everyone take off their headphones or not? Nah, they'll. <laughs> <laughs> Luca will immediately tell us and embellish the story. <laughs> yes, no. Let's leave it on. Okay. So, out of the dark, um, you've probably set up like a tiny campfire. It's kind of smoking a little because the wood is wood is a little wet, um, but out of the dark steps, Sveth Hasting and Mirabel, um, and Sveth kind of eyes you and says, "Fancy meeting you out here." Beth, M Mirabel, um, <laughs> I, I don't know about fancy, you know, these are my traveling clothes, but, um, <laughs> what are you two doing out in this part of the world? Well, we're looking for you, of course. <sighs> looking for me? Um, well, I'm just, you know on my way out to visit uh some family um what can i help you with well um speth says your grandmother needs mm. you back in the city promptly oh yes of course um well i you know <clears throat> i don't know if you know this but my my parents live uh, just nearby, and so I'll pop in to see them. They'd be terribly upset, you know, if I if I didn't pop in um, while uh, I was in the area. Um, but right when that's done, I can be right back uh, to Elendel. Um, you know, the country has been wearing on me, so it'll be good to be back home. Um, they exchange a look. And look back to you and say, and Sveth says, I'm sorry you thought this was like an optional thing. <laughs> I 
Luca's going to turn and run. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Solid. Solid. Um. So. Okay, this is this is gonna be great. Um, I need a physique roll from you. Hmm. Um. Who who wants to be Sveth? I could be Sveth. Is that S V T H? Nice. Don't think I can add anything to my two physique. Um, so. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Happy. This is so good. What, what should you roll two fives? <laughs> Throw yeah. the G off completely. Please. I mean, that's two threes. possible. Two threes. Two threes. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, Come on. Sveth roll badly. Four physique. Okay. I'm just impressed I got a pair. <gasps> Zemeth got a zero and one nudge. <laughs> zero and one nudge. Okay. He wasn't expecting um, it. Luca got the drop. He wasn't, he wasn't expecting it. Um. So Luca is running and behind I, him. I will say as I'm running, I'm being like, um uh what's the oh harmony oh harmony oh harmony oh harmony <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> yeah at this point Very much like Smith has like dived towards you and like thudded into the ground and mirabelle's like goodness gracious Smith, do i have to do everything myself and <laughs> she pulls out a gun and leverages it at you and says now be a deer so I don't have to shoot you. <laughs> Luca will stop and turn around. Um, and say, well, um, <laughs> there's no need for, you know, Bad manners. I just had to pee. <laughs> Quite desperately, I see. Yes, well, you know, you get lost in thought and don't even, you know, realize until you stand up. It's important um, to drink a lot of water on these wilderness yeah. trips. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so... But I, I'm I'm sure my grandmother would not appreciate me being, you know, shot. Oh, I'm sure she wouldn't. Just a quick interjection. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there supposed to be a wedding that Luca was coming out for? So the wedding though. is in a month. Yeah. Okay, so it's not for a while. No. Yeah. Yeah, so he received that invitation, but it's in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sure she wouldn't. <laughs> so, as I was saying, 
we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. Well, you know, I'm inclined to uh, a life of leisure. Um, <laughs> you know, these hands aren't made for hard work. So what, what, what is the easy way? <laughs> <laughs> um, we go back to Ellendale and you stop this whole trying to run away thing. Uh-huh. Yes. And yeah, and, and I'm sure just sending, you know, a note ahead so no one's worried about me would be a-okay, fine. Uh, and who will carry said note? <laughs> well, Sveth seems like he needs some exercise, so... Um... <laughs> As Sveth, like, pushes himself up off the ground... And stands and is like brushing himself off. Oh, you know, we could pay a courier somewhere along the way, you know. A very affordable service. Certainly. Of course. Let us, let's go to the next town. Um,. And we'll buy you a nice meal. I'm sure it's a while since you've been, you know, out here living off of whatever is in that bag of yours. Um, and we'll buy you a nice meal. You can sleep in a bed with some nice sheets. And we'll get you a courier. Hmm. Sounds great. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and Speth is promptly going to stamp out the fire and is grumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I do actually need to pee, though. So could I actually do that before we go? Mirabel just looks around and gestures at a tree. Yes, of course. Well, I... mixed company, it seems a little rude, but, um, all oh, right. <laughs> Luca goes up to the tree, and then he kind of sheepishly looks over his shoulder. Is she looking? No. <laughs> Speth is. Speth is. Does she still have the gun on him, then? If she's not looking? No. <laughs> Luca's gonna start burning Electrum. <laughs> and it's gonna take off running again. And <laughs> as you start burning Electrum. Ooh. Does my Electrum shadow that's running forward fall over like he's been shot? So she's very quick. Okay. Okay, then. Well, I'll... And it was as he started burning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Luca will stop burning Electrum <laughs> and pee on the tree. In <laughs> secrets, man. She knew when I was burning brass. Mm -hmm. <gasps> yes. Right. Because they were there oh, seeing, oh, of course, 
because they were the trying to see if you were burning a uh, atrium, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're well, let's go back. Good. Yes. To everyone at Luca's parents' house. I think. Do they have plumbing? <laughs> <laughs> do they have like showers in Era Two? I'm pretty sure they would, right? Uh, in era two, certainly, maybe not so much this far out the edge of the basin. Let's find out. Farm. Uh, uh, Darren, um, Mr. Mr. Uh, Nickel, do you guys have a shower I could maybe use? I'm uh, just. Uh, there's the creek down that way. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, yeah, that that does that works for me. Um. Hey Royce, did at you want to <laughs> voice his eyes just twitch a little bit as he realizes the reality of the situation here? <laughs> Whereas uh, Hallie's like, well, this is just like when I was a kid, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hey Royce, uh, did you want to come join me? Um, getting washed up. Out of curiosity, Luca, did you mention Royce in your letters back home? Um, yeah, I would have mentioned, um, well, he's your bestie. I would have mentioned I've, yeah, Handsome moved in with a very cool roommate, um, and basically just said how like cool and awesome he is and how we're like living it up as like really cool um bachelor city folk uh who like does, you know. does your family think you're together <laughs> why wouldn't they <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be great! I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I would say he he wouldn't lie in his letters, but like, you know, would... like embellish. Yes. Yeah. But I'm also assuming that your parents know that it's likely embellished, given. Yeah, like they they, they know they, they know they know their they, child. They know Luca. Excellent! So excited. Um, so as soon as Dervish asks Royce if he wants to um, go, uh, Darren's brow does that thing again <laughs> where it like raises up and he goes, oh, Royce. Like, it, Royce's expression at that question, it's like, it's like there's a short circuit and he's it's like, it, it it is obvious on his face. It's just like, what? What? <laughs> like he has no words, and it's like, Ian, I... you, you got your vengeance on me because you nearly made me do a spit take. <laughs> I'm just like, um, uh, I, I I literally I have no words. I don't know how to like. Devish, Devish, no idea like how to respond to this. Devish winks at him. Hallie <laughs> <laughs> like, looks at the both of them and like. You guys even pay attention to how you sound <laughs> around other people. And mostly she's looking at Dervish. Hmm. I think um, 
I'll just go alone no, then. No, no one wants to go bathing with you. Okay, Lilith. that's fine. That's fine. I throw my arms up and I storm out. <laughs> it's like, as a player, it's like, how do I get voice to go with you so we can have a conversation? But I'm like, no, like, he just wouldn't. Like, this is like, no part of this he wants to. It's not the with. moment. <laughs> this is not the time. No. Like, Hallie's kind of rubbing at her temples, like, and he like he's mildly scandalized, and just like, why, why would what, like, <laughs> and and ghost seeing like kind of does this thing where he follows Dervish with his eyes and then stands up and walks out. Stay strong, Dervish. Don't <laughs> reveal the secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not planning. I'll, I'll... We'll see you guys. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm but, gonna make but, sure the kid doesn't do anything weird. And Hallie goes out of her basket. She grabs a muffin and she follows Ghost. Oh, no, isn't he going with the other one? Yeah. No. <laughs> and Darren just looks back to um, Marilyn and Royce. He says, well, everyone is making themselves quite at home. <laughs> um, Royce. Uh, yes. So you are my son's roommate. Yes. And I just like direct eye contact. It was like, like unreadable face, like not, not giving anything away. And at that moment, um, Luca's mother comes in with tea. And sets it on the table. And she looks at Royce and she says, So are you involved with my son? She just cuts right to the chase. No. We're just roommates. Jane. Uh, Marilyn makes a face at that. She knows it's true, but she wants to make a face anyway. I want her to make like, a skeptical <laughs> face anyways. And, um, and she says, Shame. I'm actually kind of glad that Hallie's not in the room anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, there's tea. Where did the other three go? They they went to wash up from the journey. Um, oh, one of us did. Yeah, like and you see her kind of pause for a half a moment and she goes, hmm. All right. And she then she takes a seat um mm -hmm. next to her husband and kind of like puts a hand on his hand on his leg and he almost immediately, you know, picks up her hand and mm -hmm. um they look at the two of you and they and um Darren asks, So he was supposed to be here but he's not. We knew he was headed this way. We didn't know how long it would take him to get, since our paths diverged. All right. So are you going to be staying here, then? Um, if, if there's room, perhaps for a, a few days, and we can um, send out a letter in the, the direction we know he went. Mm -hmm. Or if there's another 
place in town. Yes. You could stay. Well. You don't want to be an imposition. Particularly um, as you are planning for the wedding. Well, yes. Well. And Mara's like, <clears throat> Mara, who is, um, Luca's mother, says, well, um, we could have Esty come stay with us and you could go, they're building a house right now, um, closer to the center of town, um, and you could stay there. It's not quite finished, um, but it is larger than this because Esty is going to be setting up her practice there. Is she a doctor or a lawyer? You ask that? Uh, no, it's like Royce is like trying to like think back. Like, has Luca mentioned this? Would Luca have mentioned it? I think Luca's pretty private about. That's mm -hmm. one of the few things he is pretty private about is his family back family. home. Yeah. Uh, that that would be lovely, and perhaps we can help with some of the construction as thanks. You know, dervishes uh, are quite strong and, and Tally is um, very handy. So I'm sure they'd be happy to lend their skills. Oh, I'm, I'm certain that would be um, very helpful, especially because the construction has come to somewhat of a halt given, you know, the harvest and that most people are busy. Um, and, and Darren kind of leans forward and he goes, so if my son was coming here, that means that something has happened. Because, oh, <laughs> while I love Luca, he's not exactly come home, visit family type. There was a slight matter of certain funds being cut off from his grandmother. Um, and they look between each other and <laughs> Mara just gets this like expression of utter disdain and um, Darren looks rather dismally sad at that. Mm -hmm. um, and they were like, uh, do you know why? There was an auction that Luca was his grandmother's representative at, and certain items were not acquired that she desired. Aaron asks, do you know what the item was? And it gives a considering look at Darren. Does he do this? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, personally, I'm like, lie through your teeth. Lie through your teeth. But then I'm like, oh, but can we trust them? Certain items dating back to before the Catacentry. And how do they react to that? They look between each other, 
Mara gives a slight nod. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren leans in a bit more and he says, Now, Royce, can't help you unless you help me help you. Big dad energy here. Yeah. Dad and school teacher. He's got like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then Mara at that point is like, it's a bunch of rusting nonsense that you are all philanth- philanthropists. Well, uh, she's right and she's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Marilyn likes your parents, Luca. <laughs> Just trying to think about how she would react to this. I think she's kind of letting Royce take the lead, but yeah. in, in the matters of like the artifact and the Ilarials and the mm-hmm. how much to tell them. But, but now she's Marilyn's just like, I had parents. Here. These are the parents I would want. <laughs> <laughs> what I do know is that your mother is a very dangerous woman. Darren chuckles sadly, and he says, quite wisely, one day, holding on to all of that, all of your secrets, is going to hurt you. I'm going to hand him the note. I still have it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have to let Royce make this choice. Uh, um here here's the note he left. Yeah. What's this? The the note? He, yeah. Okay. Um and Darren takes it and he leans in next to Mara and they read through it. And like as they're reading it, uh Royce will say And since we parted ways with Luca, some other information came to light, including some accusations against the Alarials and the Hastings' involvement with certain groups (laughs) that, well, I was hoping Luca would be here so I could tell him. Um, and Darren and Mara both look up from the letter. Darren takes it and folds it and hands it back to Marilyn. And he says, We left for a reason. This is not a battle that can be won. I would like you to find my son and send him back here. Believe me when I say Luca's safety is my highest priority. And he gets kind of this smile as he looks at Royce. And he says... I know a great many things about this. 
I know a great many things. Before we left, I was in Alarial. I was you raised were? in Alarial. I studied as an Alarial. And I can see that what you possibly value most are the things that you know. And you know things that at this moment I don't know. And I know things that at this moment you don't know. And so perhaps we can come to a slight barter. And if not, you can, you can take your take your knowledge and leave and that's fine but but i wouldn't i wouldn't let you leave without extending the opportunity i think a mutual sharing of information would be quite enlightening good um i have a study upstairs and I think we should visit that. Yes. Um, and then he looks to Marilyn and he says, Thank you for sharing what you've shared. Secrets tend to do more harm than good. Voice kind of purses his lips at that. Uh, before you go, can I ask you what caused you to leave? At that, Darren looks at Mara and he, it looks almost like he's asking for permission and she nods. Um... And he says, Mara and I were always going to be married. We fell deeply in love with each other. But... When we found out that my mother had used allomancy to make that happen, we knew that her meddling had gone too far. And we would not see her hand in our lives any further or in the lives of our children. Thank you for telling me. Um, and he says, he says to you, if you would like, you are also welcome to come upstairs with Royce and I. Royce gives no indication either way. Um, hey, I, I think uh, I, I think she'll 
she'll consider it for a moment and then then she'll she'll agree um thank you uh, i'll i'll go with you Excellent. and he kind of slaps his legs um <laughs> and then pushes himself to stand as if like completely just breaking the tension and like mm-hmm. you know um and mara you know also stands and you know, she and Jelly go into the kitchen and... Oh, yeah, Jelly's yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, if, if it hadn't been brought up, I was going to suggest that she, like, Jelly's been through a traumatic thing. Like, please, like, take care please of her. But it seems like she picked that up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, like, quietly being like, is Jelly still with them? Is she okay? <laughs> Back to Luca. You had um, Mirabelle and Sveth lead you a little ways um, out of the forest um, and down to a road where they have um, some horses tied. Um, And they have a third horse just for you. Um, Right. uh, Where's the carriage? Did you, you never learn horses, how to ride? But, uh, no. Ride a well. <laughs> no. Weren't you like born on a farm? Yes. But you know, not all people <laughs> born in the country ride horses. Mostly, yes, they do. I mean, At was I a minority society. in my not learning? <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> but I'm sure I wasn't the only one. Would you like me to tie you to the horse? Mirabelle suggests. No, I, the, these look very well trained. Um, I, I'm sure I can figure it out. Excellent. Would you like help getting on the horse? Luke is very conflicted. <laughs> But then he pishly says yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Sveth comes over and with all the patience he can muster, shows Luca how to get on the horse. Oh. And like, you know, gives him a little like boost <laughs> and puts him up there. <laughs> ah, thank you. You know, <clears throat> I... And, and and for the record, you know, it doesn't matter what Rafe says. You're just as strong as he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Seth at that chuckles. He says, yes, I'm well aware of my strengths and my brother's strengths. And they go and they mount up. And you all ride um, for a ways. Um, and they do not take you directly to any town <laughs> for a while. Hmm. Hmm. Nearest town. 
uh, Luca will kind of do the, you know, you know, I haven't looked at a map in a while, but, you know, shouldn't we be close to something soon? Um, are we there yet? Like, how much longer do you think this? Um... Yes, we're almost to a um, small train stop. Mm. You can Excellent. send your your message there. Yes, well, and the message is a small thing. I like. I'm most. I'm. I, my thighs are starting to chafe. Um, is that normal on these things? Um, um and yes, and and it'll hurt to walk. Oh, great! For um, I, for a couple so days you know, after. I have very delicate skin um i'm not sure if you would know that by um uh looking at me and i i think we left you know some of my moisturizing ointments and such back at that little uh campsite um so you know maybe we could make a stop and you know replenish uh some supplies and have a rest i'm very tired um, and Sveth says, oh, well, there will be sleeper cabins. Mm, excellent. And how how soon, how soon will we be getting to the, the sleeper cabin, the train? Soon. Okay. Well, this is pretty boring, isn't it? <laughs> Just, you know, riding through the country. Um, do you guys like I Spy? <laughs> <laughs> if he can't escape he's going to annoy them to the yeah. point where they wish they'd let him <laughs> and Mirabelle just looks back at him and it gives him like this death glare of annoyance and then says I spy an Alarial that I would very much like to shoot. <laughs> Road songs it is then. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think throughout the trip, Luca is just going to try, like kind of seeing boundary testing how much he can annoy them, but also kind of just trying to reinforce the idea that he's a buffoon um, and that, you know, Perfect. he's very helpless. Um, so. And and for the most part, Mirabelle seems to like 100% buy into it. Uh, Speth seems to be a little bit more... I don't know, give me a roll. Give me a charm. Okay. This is so. going to be a charm of three. This is going to be a challenge three. Charm of three. Um, can I add my superficial personality to this? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, so that's six dice. And challenge of three? Mm -hmm. no. A two. Okay. Yeah, so while Mirabelle has bought this, um, Sveth has not. And you're assuming that Sveth knows better, um, mostly because 
Sveth thinks more highly of his brother, despite you trying to undermine that relationship. Um, and he knows that his brother would not have dated someone who is a complete idiot. Mm-hmm. Wow. No matter how adorable of a complete idiot. That's okay. I know I can outrun Steph. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, you eventually make it uh, to the train station, and this is not like in a city or anything. This is one of, like one of those like little train stops. Um, that's like near, like between two like towns in the middle of the nowhere kind of deal. Um. And it has, like, you know, like a little post center attached to it. And um, that, like, mail and supplies go through. Um, And they tie up the horses and kind of gesture towards one of the benches for you to sit. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, sitting. Oh, and your legs do in in debt indeed hurt, especially like the insides of your thighs, which you've been using to like mm. grip onto this horse. <laughs> your butt's probably pretty sore too. Uh, well, it's gonna be a nice soak when we're back at Elendel. Oh. Um. Anyway. I'm eager to get back uh, to those creature comforts, so I'll just send my note, and we'll we'll be uh, on our way. It is the middle of the night. Oh. Okay. Um. So they say they look at you and they say, "Uh, yes." Um. Seth, you know, opens a bag, you know, one of the saddle bags, and pulls out some paper, and he hands it to you. Allows you to write your letter. Okay, so Luca will write. Um, let's see how this... I'm not sure. Anyway. I love say, Luca's letter. <laughs> Dear Mom, Dad, and Esty. So sorry to decline the invitation to the wedding. I just can't pull myself away from a Landell. Social obligations, you know. Very busy. Um, you understand, though. Um, Don't worry about me, though. I'm uh, very independent, um, and so no help needed. I can balance it all uh, just fine, Um, and I'll get out there eventually, I'm sure. Um, Send love to all my old chums. Tell them I can't wait to see them again the next time we are in the same locale. Grandma sends her love as well. XOXO, Luca. (laughs) Perfect. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is like so many different layers of code. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so they they um give you a couple of coins, <laughs> and presumably after reading the letter, yeah, after reading the letter, as they're and... reading it, Luca's like. You see, like, I do think they're going to be worried about me because they, like, sent a wedding invitation and they're going to expect me to be there, you know? So I just, I really need to let them know. And you might not know this by looking at me, but I'm not a very good son. 
Um, I don't write home as often as I should. Um, so I should let them know. They'll, they, and, they'll be worried. And they take and, you know, seal up the letter and, you know, put, stick it in the door with the money and then just leave it at that. <sighs> that that feels much, much better getting that off. Um, my test. Now, could I also send a letter? Um, you see, I was traveling with uh, some individuals. Could I send a letter to them as well? Beth looks at you and goes, we're not like complete idiots. <laughs> well, you know, just want to let people know what's going on, but <laughs> if you're you know, taking something from my words to insinuate a, a dig at your level of intelligence. Um, I, you know, that's uh, probably more to do with some sort of insecurity on, on your part. But but just so you know, I don't believe the things that Rafe says. Um, I, I think you're, you're very <laughs> intelligent, uh, gentlemen. Now you've insulted my strength and my intelligence. No, 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 I don't believe the things. <laughs> I'll, I'll shut up now. Uh, let's, yes. Um, and Speth just shakes his head at you. And he looks to um, Mirabella and says, how much longer? And she kind of stares off into the distance for a little, and she says, "It's coming." Um, and then, what, 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 what's coming? Another like a uh, a rest stop where we might bathe, or like all the way to a, tr a train. Yeah. A train. Oh, excellent! Wow. And just for the like... record, I've been asking how long is it going to be for a while now, and haven't really gotten an answer. So it's. Well, we're anyway. at the station here now. Yes. Yes. So the train is coming down the tracks. Yes, of course. Yes. And then Sveth says, you're going to need to get ready to jump. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> um, my... Do you know that my legs are quite <laughs> sore right now? And well... I was admittedly able to outpace you earlier. I assure you that was a complete um, fluke. I am not physically gifted in the best of times. Um, and in my diminished state, how big of a jump are we talking? Well, I've never believed what Wraith has said about you either. And I think you're quite capable of jumping. Uh, uh, did... So Rafe talks about me. <laughs> Yes. He uh, says how inept you were in certain endeavors. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, um, as long as, uh, you know, we're prepared um, for, you know, if things <laughs> go wrong. Um, <laughs> well. It, we wouldn't be, though, jumping onto a, say, moving train. And that's going at a 
pace where one could hypothetically, you know, slip and, and fall. Um, just, I can speak from experience, you know, when my grandmother wants something delivered to her, if it's not delivered in the exact condition she wants it in, there can and be like, consequences. You kind of feel like that slight rumble of the earth as the train starts to, like, move down the tracks. Uh, and, like, at this point, like, Speth just seems to have, like, accepted that you're going to be, like, prattling about how... You should not be jumping on a train. <laughs> oh, survivor. Oh, <laughs> Harmony. Oh, Lord Ruler. Oh, all the people. Oh, faceless mortals. Let's add them all together. Ruin, preservation. Um, I don't know. God Beyond. I read about that somewhere. Is there any others that I'm missing? and it's you notice that the train slows just ever so slightly <laughs> but not enough to stop oh no oh no and Seth says okay get ready and he's so like Luke is nervous enough about this that he is going to burn Electrum for the jump. <laughs> okay. Um, and Mirabelle kind of glances at him when he starts burning. Um, and he'll and look then, at her and he'll be like, I, I need it. I promise. <laughs> she says, I wasn't saying anything. And then Seth says, I'm going to jump first, then you, then Mira. And the train starts coming, and Beth like starts at one end of the the platform and runs, and you can see that a few of the cars are open. Okay, Ben. Yes. I need you to roll. Oh, maybe he'll just, but maybe we'll get yeah. lucky and he'll smush himself. Yeah. <laughs> Fall on the, the, the rail tracks. Both of them. Imagine if I get rolls there. So four dice for his physique, and then am I adding anything? No. Cool. Uh, difficulty? One. <laughs> Remember, anything he make, he has to do, Luca has to do. He got a Zero. zero. A straight. Now you have to think what happens to him. Horrible death. Horrible death. Horrible death. <laughs> <laughs> um, he jumps and falls off the platform. Cool. Into the ditch between. And Mirabelle. She pauses for a moment and then says, jump. But I'm, you know, I'm weaker than him, right? And he couldn't. Don't we just want to maybe wait for a train that is going to stop? That's plan B. Okay. <laughs> 
Luca is going to run and intentionally trip and fall in the ditch. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, I won't make you roll or anything for that. Um, and you have like this fall and you fall directly on top of Sveth. <laughs> and he goes, oh, cushion for you. And then he rolls over and like shoves you off and looks at you and he says so maybe I should believe what my brother says about you well <laughs> don't worry it happens to the best of us you know <laughs> obviously <laughs> Um, and he stands up and he offers you a hand Um, and then, you know, you go, go up and the train continues to pass and Mira looks incredibly disappointed, <laughs> like, but she comes over and like, you know, starts d dusting Sveth off and she says, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Just a little bruised. Hey. I'm quite tired, um, and a little <laughs> bruised as well. Well, actually more than a little bruised. Um, and, you know, my thighs are aching and I'm very confused. Like, we are nobility. Like, why wouldn't a train stop for us? <laughs> like, this is... And Mira looks at Luca, clearly getting to the end of her little fuse. And she says, there's a bench right there. You can sleep until morning. Hmm. I'll, I'll write you then. I'll just go sleep on a bench. So, back at the Nichols home. Well, not back at the Nichols home, but just outside the Nichols home. <coughs> Ghost is tailing after Dervish, and Hallie is tailing after Ghost. And and Hallie's not being subtle about it either. She's going to actually, like, outright say out loud, you know, pretending like you still can't hear looks an awful lot like keeping secrets from the rest of the crew. <laughs> Roll me charm. Because we already know that, that Ghost has jumped on the we shouldn't keep secrets from each other train. Mm -hmm. roll, roll charm. Can, can I add sass into that? Because she's being a little sassy there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what's the end of two? Oh, <laughs> I got fives and two nudges. <laughs> Nailed <Okay>. it. <laughs> So, he turns around, and he says, you know, following people around isn't too kind either. I'm not being secretive about it. I just wanted to talk to you. Muffin? Now you're bribing me. 
But yes. I want- <laughs> Come on. And he takes the muffin. <laughs> you really don't want to wash Dervish bathe. It's it's probably going to be very disturbing. No, I didn't want to watch him bathe. I wanted to talk to him. Oh. Well, you can. I won't stop you from doing that, but I just wanted to see if you were okay. I'm worried. Want to talk about it? I don't know that there is anything to talk about. I'm just worried. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Would you... Is Royce going to be okay? That's what I'm worried about. Can you tell me anything about what happened up there? Because he doesn't seem to remember. <laughs> well... He was... Well, it kind of gets a little sheepish. It's okay. Remember, I'm not the boss of you, so you can't be in trouble for talking to me. Honey asks, You promise not to tell anyone? You know, I can't make that promise if I don't know what it is. But, I can promise that I won't get you into trouble. And he says, well, Royce was shooting and he had his tin on and he had told me to turn my tin off, which I had. And so it was really loud. And then Royce started freaking out. He shot the gun and then had come back, fallen back, and was like holding it to his body. I don't know. I we were in the middle of a fight and Dervish was out there fighting and I didn't want him to get hurt. I'm not supposed to let people get hurt. I'm supposed to keep us safe. And then um so I took the gun away from Royce. And he kind of pauses. And he looks up at, up at you and he says, I expected to feel worse. You fired that last shot? I just, someone had to do it, right? And Hallie kind of extends an arm out and says, come here. And she kind of pulls him into a bit of a hug. And 
She says that, oh, you know, I, I killed one of them, too. You want to know how I feel? I feel guilty, and I feel satisfied, and I feel kind of sick about feeling satisfied. And it's not great. And it's okay to not be okay. He... Ghost kind of stands there for a little. I'm getting emotional. He's not. <laughs> um, Ghost kind of stands there for a little, like, thinking about this. And he says, I think Dervish was right not to kill her. But she would have just kept coming back. I think we expected that she was probably going to get locked up for a long time. But listen, it's something that you need to understand is that it's also all our job to protect you. And something that you're going to learn is that adults have a pathological need to protect the children. If you're a smaller human, we just get kind of crazy about that. So, you just, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you kind of a secret that adults keep from kids. We don't have it all figured out. We get scared. We get nervous. We're afraid of screwing up. And one of the things that scares us the most is screwing up in a way that gets a child hurt. I never should have asked you to search for information when we were at the spa. That was a stupid thing for me to do, and I'm sorry. The thing we need to know most is that you're safe. And sometimes that means that you're going to have to talk to us about some things that you're thinking about. And maybe we're going to ask you not to do a thing that you want to do. But it's because we have made a lot of mistakes in our lives. And we want to make sure that you don't make the same mistakes we do. Because I remember being your age and I remember thinking I understood how the world worked. Everything was simple. And the older you get, the more complicated everything gets. And it gets messy. And we're, one of the things that we try and do is make sure that you don't have to see how messy things get until you absolutely have to. And I'm sorry that you had felt you had to be the one to make that choice there at the end. 
but remember that we're here to try to protect you too. And we're going to try and help make those tough decisions, okay? I do not blame you for taking that final shot. It was maybe the right choice, maybe the wrong one. And I think maybe we would have liked it better if we'd been able to talk about it first. But none of us are going to blame you. Okay? Okay. And I don't know if he looks like he maybe feels a little better, but... He doesn't really... To begin with, he didn't really look like he was feeling terrible. Like mm -hmm. like he said, he... He expected to right. feel worse. Um... But he does look more at peace mm. with it, right? Like, mm -hmm. he's not trying to figure out his feelings anymore. He's just like, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Just remember, one of the things about a crew is the glue that holds us together is being able to trust each other. Sometimes we're not very great at that, but I think we're getting better. No. Everyone keeps a lot of secrets. Yeah, I know. Like I said, we're not very good at it, but we're trying to get better. I think you probably help with that. When do you know to tell someone something that they probably don't want to hear. You know how I was saying earlier about how adults don't necessarily have it all figured out? That is one of those hard questions that we have to take on a case-by-case -case basis. And it's hard. And some more often than not, you get it wrong. And sometimes... All of the options are bad, and you have to try and figure out which one is the least bad. So sometimes the secrets you're keeping are about being the least bad. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Hallie. You're welcome, kiddo. And he, like, you know, kind of saddles a little, sidles a little closer and gives you a, like, more of a hug. Mm -hmm. That is kind of processed. Yeah, she tossles his hair. He's like, and thank you for telling me more about what Royce happened with Royce. I don't know if this is something that we can help quickly, but I don't know what happened with him. I don't know why. Kin and loud noises don't mix well. 
And I don't know a hell of a lot about Allomancy, but I know that guns are loud, and I can only imagine what would happen if you didn't have your full concentration up, if you had your tin on and were firing something. I think it's really easy. Yeah, it's a really easy thing to mess up. And boom, there's another another example of sometimes we make wrong choices and it has an effect on us. And we just want to make sure that we teach you well enough so that you don't make some of the bad choices that we did when we were kids. Or adults. You yeah. guys make some bad choices. Sometimes we really do. Never stop learning. No matter how old you get, there is always going to be something you don't know. Yeah. Can I go talk to Dervish now? Yep. Go on. Oh. Also, there's something weird about that dog. Anyways. <laughs> like, what kind of weird? It's just weird. It's a dog. It likes getting scratches. And he just looks at the dog. Second. You know. Just something weird about it. If Carmel then, has has left the night before, turned up to Lucas Perez's house, killed their dog, and ate it, I'm going to be so upset with this guy. I'm already upset with this contra. That would push me over the edge. I'm. Just... <laughs> we found out that a chondra ate the dog. Just... <laughs> uh, this is not going to go well. I mean, she's not like she likes cute furry things. <laughs> This is why she likes cats. And, you know, she likes dogs, too. Because they're cute furry things. And, yeah, this is not going to go well if that is, for Carmel if that is him. Yeah, let's find I, out. I don't think it's Carmel. I think it's a different character. It better be. <laughs> That's slightly more forgivable. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. Matt over here. <laughs> So, and, and Hallie will go back inside. And Ghost waits until Hallie's inside. And then he goes off to find Dervish, who is bathing in the river. I want to say, so when I get to the river, I'm going to take I at off... least gave you some time for privacy. Yeah. Well, initially, <laughs> I just took the traveling cloak off, and then I just jump in the river with all my clothes on, because it's really efficient way of cleaning your clothes and yourself at the same time. And so when he finds me, I'm probably just, like, lying in the river, just having a moment to myself. Like, just staring <laughs> up at the sky. <laughs> Solid. Um, and Ghost... Actually, Dervish, just for fun, I'm going to have you roll Physique, yep. and I'm going to have someone roll on um, Ghost's behalf. So Ghost has a six. Oh, I'll do it. And I have a seven. 
Picks physique. <laughs> he has a five. He has a five. Wait, oh. no. Well, I rolled a five and Ghost rolled a Wait. one. <laughs> Either way, he's not winning. Well, there's a lot of ones. Yeah. No, because his wits is five. I, I, I rolled two oh, fives, okay. three fours, and makes, two yeah, threes. <laughs> his physique is, it, it would be four in this situation. You want to yeah. try? Yeah. But it's five. Cool. But you, you hear him um coming up and he just kind of sits on a rock at the edge of the edge of the river cool um i will stand up since my moment to myself is over and just kind of uh do that thing i got my hair on the front i'll just start squishing it out and then throwing it back again um how can i help you kid We need to talk about some things. Do we now? I like I totally just inadvertently primed him for this conversation. <laughs> yeah. What things? Things. Okay. I'll come and I'll I'll sit on next to the rock that he sat on. So, should we talk about what I did wrong first, or what you might be doing wrong first? <laughs> hmm. It's a good question. Let's hear. Let's hear what you think you did wrong first. I don't know if it's exactly wrong. Because I think it's Right, I wouldn't have done it otherwise. Hallie says it might have been wrong. Okay. But she doesn't know. Okay. And he suddenly gets very, very nervous. <laughs> uh I'm like trying. I'm like I'm like that's why I like I'm like sat you know, not facing him. I'm kinda like sat next to him, looking at the river, you know. Letting him take his time. So you know how you didn't kill your sister? Yes. You know how she got shot in the skull right about Yep. And I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, I was right there. Well. And he just kind of trails off. Always taught me how to burn tin better. Hmm. And he told me not to burn tin with all the guns on but then he kind of well 
And so I took the gun and burned tin and made sure she wasn't going to be a problem in the future so that we would be safe. Dervish is going to stand up. Um, it's funny, Ghost. You're the second person in two days who told me they've shot my, they shot my sister. Um, he scowls at that. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I also took a shot at her. I think at this point it would be easier to find someone who hasn't shot my sister, I feel like. Um... Look, battle. Gunfights can be confusing. What's going on? I mean, you shouldn't. Stop pacing a little bit. So, Royce let you have the gun? No. <laughs> he wasn't feeling well. The gun did something to him. And he was on the floor. And I took the gun. Hmm. I, w- I don't want you to feel guilty for this. I... I don't. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, oh, that makes things a lot easier. Whew, I kind of really relax a little. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Like I said, I think... You know... Obviously, I had a lot of things going on between me and my sister. And... I wanted to try and give the... the the basins justice a chance you know it's not something i've really believed in much since i got here um and i'll have other opportunities to give it a go um i said yeah i don't want to say you did the right thing just because you should have been you shouldn't have had a gun kid you know, that's it's but don't don't worry about me when it comes to you shooting my sister. Don't worry about it. And Ghost takes a deep breath and he's like Hmm Thank you. No worries. Um, so you shot her from the bell tower? Yes. That's a hell of a shot. I thought I'd have to give you lessons or something on how to shoot a gun. Uh, but it looks like you got this well, thing down. She was down. just laying there. I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, but, you know, hitting a moving target is much more difficult. Uh, Are you going to teach me how to shoot a gun? Better. Um, Royce know, wouldn't teach me. <laughs> that's because Royce is smart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, how about this? I'm not going to teach you right away. But 
yeah, let's let's give things a little time, and then maybe. Okay. Now, what is it that you think I did wrong? Well, so you know how I just told you something that was really hard to tell you. Hmm. Don't you know something that's really hard to tell someone else that you should tell them? What do you know, kid? What are you what are you getting at? And he, he kind of just looks at you and he says, well, maybe there's more than one thing and I don't want to tell you which one. <laughs> well, maybe there's no things and I don't know what you're talking about. Well, then you're just fine, aren't you? Well, I guess we're just fine then, aren't we? Eric and Ghost are the same <laughs> emotional age. <laughs> uh, I do kind of rub my temple. Um... No, I do, I do. I have something I do need to tell someone, but it's 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 big, you know? It's not a little a little thing. Mine wasn't a little thing. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. It's knowing when to tell someone, you know? You can't this is good. You came to me one-on-one, -on -one, moment of peace, and I've not had a something like that with with them yet. And to be honest, even if I did, I still wouldn't know if I... I still don't know if I'd do it. Why not? Okay, so you 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 shot my sister when we were fighting, right? If if you had seen us down there shake hands and make up, and then you shot her, we'd be having a very different conversation, wouldn't we? I wouldn't have done that. Okay, but you understand that it's a little bit different. You know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be taking something away from someone, you know, that she thought that she had. And, you know, I, I. But you, but you didn't take it away from her. I didn't. It was already gone. Yeah. I didn't, but by telling her, I'd be the one that took it, you know? I've been trying to get someone else to tell her. Not in, not, not in a trying to evade this kind of thing, but I'm trying to get the person who I think may have been involved to do it, you know? But maybe that's just me running away from my problem. My problems again. But this is... <sighs> Why am I having this conversation with a ten-year-old? <laughs> Is he Hallie 10 or is he 12? <laughs> We've had this. We don't know. Hallie did say that it is knowing when to tell someone. 
But do you think holding on to it longer is going to make it better? Absolutely not. And in fact, the longer I hold on to it, the worse it's going to make it. <sighs> so that sounds like you know when. Yeah. God, it's going to rust and crush her. Okay. Do you know what, Ghost? I think you've talked a little bit of sense into me. So thank you for that. You're smarter than... You're welcome. Your, your age gives you credit for, you know? Thank you for not hating me. Oh, no, I don't hate you. I wouldn't hate you for that. Come on. Um, right. I need to get out of these wet clothes and put them somewhere to dry. So uh, if you want to skedaddle, um, then a bit of privacy would be nice now. Okay. All right. Later, kid. And he just turns around and runs off. Cool. I'll start taking my clothes off, putting them up in a tree to dry, and then wrap myself in my cloak and just kind of chill for a bit. Okay. I mean, you probably do have a change of clothes back in the carriage. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm on a bit of alone time right now. <laughs> He's got to steal himself for talking to Marilyn. Mm -hmm. Big time. Luca. Mm -hmm. You sleep very fitfully. This um, bench <clears throat> is hard. And as... Like I'm sleeping fit. Can I? What are they doing while I'm like sleeping? Like, can Luca kind of like just kind of periodically keep an eye on? Yeah, Stephanie? sure. Why don't you roll me? Roll me a physique and roll me a spirits. Okay. So physique two, spirits three. I don't think I can add anything. Oh, you don't have information acquisition? <laughs> no. No. The best trait in the game. <laughs> I I do not um have that specific one. Here, I'm just looking. Yeah. Okay. So physique two. Nada and spirit three. Oh, better fives on spirits. Hey, that upgrade to spirits paid off. <laughs> Very much so. So two things, just because you rolled so high. One of which is you catch a very brief you know, snippet from their conversation. One, you can tell that they very much do like each other. Um, and, you know, are happy to, to be around each other. Um, although they don't generally show it around you when you're awake. Um, but you also hear them talking quietly. And 
Mirabelle says something to the effect of, I don't understand why we are still allying ourselves with a dime. And she says, I, I believe she is losing her edge and her necessity. Um, and Sveth responds and he, he says, you know, something to the effect of, um, our, our alliance has lasted a very long time and, you know, only now are we really shoring it up. Um, so it would be best if we continued down this path. Um, and the conversation you go goes back and forth, but it's it's kind of something to that effect of um, Mirabelle seems discontent with essentially Adine's leadership, um, whereas Sveth is a little bit more willing to wait it out. Um, and you know, see if see if Adine still actually has her edge or not. Interesting. Um, and are they kind of keeping a close eye on Luca the whole time? Like, are they sleeping or are they? They don't sleep. Up? They, they don't stay up sleep through the night. Okay. And Mirabelle keeps the gun on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Luca will. Um, also, mm -hmm. somewhere in the distance, although a little close, close enough, you hear a howl. Hmm. Ooh. Does, does it sound like like a singular howl or like like a pack like multiple First howls it's a singular howl and then throughout the valley another singular howl I bark <laughs> and then another singular howl and then another singular howl. Hmm. And it kind of just bounces across. Why is Kondra moving really, really fast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... I think Luca's just gonna sit pat then and just try to get information because. In his mind, now he knows if he tries to run, A, he might get shot, and B, wolves might eat him. <laughs> um, <laughs> At least it's not lions. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, he'll... And he'll also keep an eye, like... Um, I guess how long 
are they there for? Um, so they're there until morning. Okay. Um, and morning runs rolls around, and it's kind of a nippy, nippy morning. Um, and the sun rises, and um, a um, you eventually hear the galloping of horse hooves um, come in. I'll kind of get up and well, like, do I see? Yeah, and so on the back of this horse, there is um, a man, and he's in you know like a little like railroad post office kind of uniform, um, and he slings off the horse and you know, um, says you know, good day, good day, good day, and says, are are you waiting for the morning train? And yeah, yes, we are waiting. Um, actually, the last train didn't stop here. It passed us by. It was it was very um un unprofessional. Um, are are you familiar with this stop? Is does that commonly happen? Will the next oh. train actually be stopping here? What what time? Well, if you were here at, in the middle of the night, yes, that's the sleeper car that doesn't mm. stop. Sleeper car. I that's see. a straight shot from. You know, so it would be out the edge of the basin. Okay, so it'd be very odd for someone to. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with this area. It would be very odd for someone to expect to catch a sleeper car in the middle of the night at this stop. Is what you're telling me? Yes. Oh, okay. You learn something new every day out in the, you know, world. <laughs> yes. Um. I'm anyway. sorry, I haven't introduced myself. My name's Luca Ilariel. It's a <laughs> pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Um, I'm Geral. Hmm. Anyway, you're about your job. So sorry. Yes. And he goes and he unlocks the door and, you know, goes inside and picks the letter off off the floor and, you know, <laughs> yeah. goes on in. <laughs> okay. As as he's unlocking the door, Luca will say, "Oh, and I'm, I'm so rude. I'm so rude. Um, these are my companions, um, Beth Hastings and uh, what's Mirabelle's last name Savant. again? Savant. Savant. Savant and Mirabelle Savant. Uh, we're social um, chaps, and we're just uh, taking in the country before returning to Elendel. I see what you're doing there, and it's clever." Mm -hmm. But it also might get this guy killed. <laughs> um, and he <laughs> looks between you all and he says, Good, good? Yeah. Well, have a great day, sir. <laughs> you as well. The train will be here shortly. Um, and, and do you have, like, just in that room, like a bench with, like, some cushions? I've been sleeping on this <laughs> very uncomfortable... Um, bench all unfortunately night. we do not know uh, what about a shower <laughs> unfortunately no this station is not plumbed mm, right right yes right okay and he is clearly trying to escape so that he can go yeah. start his morning 
Um, and his horse just begins to mill about with the other horses. <laughs> what are Mirabella and Speth doing during all of this? Um, they just go and sit on your bench. Um, gonna go up to them and he's just gonna say, um, <clears throat> I'm just gonna go take care of some business just over there. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Um, yes. He's gonna trudge over. Uh, to the edge near, like, where the horses are. And the horses are, like, tied up, right? Mm-hmm. And the postmaster's horse begins to nudge you and, like, poop at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> I don't have any apples. Um, I'm, uh... Shh, be quiet. Um, His, like, lips, like, do that thing where it, like, starts grabbing your clothes and, like, nibbling and tugging at them. Goodness. Um, uh, Luca's gonna... Bend, um, he's gonna, he's gonna get very flustered by the horse and he's gonna say, get off me, get off me. Um, <clears throat> and then he's going to, uh, well, he's like kind of brushing himself off, uh, drop like a pin or something on the ground. And then he's going to lean down to pick it up. And as he does, he's going to try to untie the three, like Speth, Mirabelle and his horses. Um, what kind of roll is this going to be? So I feel like it's a physique roll. Mm. It's, it's, it's a physical act. Yeah. Uh, coordination of the hands. Yeah. So, so this, is <laughs> a, this is a physique roll. Does the horse so give him it. the help action or something? <laughs> <laughs> The, the the definitely not a Kandra horse. <laughs> I'm enjoying what seems to be a not a Kandra horse, you know? <laughs> Just like, I'm a horse. <laughs> Are we going to be suspicious of every animal now? Like, a hundred percent, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so physique roll. Can I add my destiny? <laughs> What's your destiny again? Uh, my destiny is... Um, uh, so sh I, th there's kind of like a two part. So short term is find his place. Long term is to be somebody historically significant. So like this is kind of like a heroic. He's living into his like fantasy of the sure. thieving crew. Daring ex escape. Daring escape. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So we'll roll three dice. What's the challenge? One. Hey. Fours. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, very you, well. so you get all of them all of them untied. 
and and the the postmaster's horse like nibbles and tugs at the collar of your shirt. Wyatt, I'm trying to do something. <laughs> <laughs> um Luca doesn't know anything about Condra. Um, <laughs> um, and he's gonna kind of raise right himself. Um, try to glance over his shoulder. Are they watching him? Mirabelle and Seth? Um, no. They aren't. They actually seem to be like just chilling. Enjoying me not being around. I mean, um, you're you're like yeah, not five far feet away. away from them. Like <laughs> it's not like they're like <laughs> you know. And and what's the terrain? Is it like open plain? Yes. <laughs> as far oh, okay, yes, yes. They're not exactly nervous about you, you know. Just cutting and running, hey. Um. Okay, so the horses are untied. Luca is going to nervously give two of the horses, not the one that's biting him, um, but the two horses, the big slap on the rear. <laughs> And then he's gonna try cut and run the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> he's not even gonna get a horse. He's not confident in his ability <laughs> to ride a horse. <laughs> I was trying to work out if you were just bluffing them, saying I don't know how to ride a horse when you did, but okay, no, you actually don't. No, okay. <laughs> so. You do this. And. And he's going to wait a couple seconds into running. Until like he knows they are probably have noticed and then is going to start burning Electrum so that the Electrum doesn't like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what I want you to do is one. Rule of physique. <laughs> Two, I need someone else to roll me a physique for Speth. Um, but I am going to have you roll three dice instead of four for him. Go. And can I continue to add my destiny to my daring escape? Okay. Yes. I've just rolled Speth. Speth rolled a zero. Okay. Poor, poor Speth. And okay. I, I rolled a zero and a nudge. <laughs> How okay. many nudges have you gotten this session? Uh, how many did I get last time? Looking at the history, I'm not seeing a lot of nudges. I don't think so. I don't nope. think I've gotten any. Nope. I got a nudge as ghost. That was it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. None as Luca. As you're running and you start burning Electrum, Mirabelle stands up and draws her gun. Okay. Um, and there's a little, like, knicker from the horse. 
and <laughs> she aims and I need you to roll um because like I guess what Luca would do is if he sees his electrum shadow go down he would like dodge like like weave to the other yeah because like you see a spray mm. of yeah. Shadows, yeah. So, so you just what... go for the ones that aren't dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ones that are dying. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't. Um, so I'm going to have her roll her physique. Yeah. Um, which is a five. And Luca could roll his electrum reading. Yeah. So I'm gonna roll Mirabelle. And my Electrum rating is a six. Um, I'm so sorry, Matt. That is a uh, five and a nudge. <laughs> um, can I add my destiny to this as well? Like, just can, like, since it's part of the escape? Okay. So I can roll seven. <laughs> two and two nudges. Okay. Well, I couldn't. So you follow your um the shadow that's not dying. The shadow, yeah. <laughs> and she pulls um the trigger and the bullet slams into your calf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a nasty um, one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you stumble. Okay. Are you going to keep running? Um, like through, like, did it like graze my calf or like through? Let me check how much the pistol does. Doesn't say because two. Yeah. And... Uh, if if the and if damage is like the difference between the rolls, I would like advise spending your nudges to bump you up to a three, so you take yeah. less damage. Yeah. Because otherwise you're taking like five damage, and I don't think Luca has that much health. <laughs> well, actually, health is partially determined by resources. Oh yeah. So, so actually, um, because I believe guns are plus two. Oh, I have one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, so what's your revolver? What's the, yeah, the revolver. Plus two. Plus two. So yeah, so the difference would be four. Yeah. Five. Five. Uh, five, unless you burn the I've, nudges. In which if case, you burn your nudges, four. then you can drop the damage by one. I'm not going to burn the nudges. Cool. Take okay. five damage. So yeah, so you're so that that's going to go through and through. I'm going to say. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's no chance you're going to probably the on most that. agony you've ever been in in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, no, Luca's going to crumple. Yeah. Um. And start crying. <laughs> um, and Sveth, for the umpteenth time, picks himself up off the ground. <laughs> yep. And goes to retrieve Luca. What's the Nada Kandra doing? The the Nada Kandra has not done anything. It's just a horse. Because it's not it's a country. A really yeah. friendly horse. It did Winnie. 
It did. And its ears are pinned back. Horses don't like web bangs. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Sveth carries Luca over and sets him on the bench. <laughs> Reaches into a bag, pulls out a med kit. And begins you to actually shot me. <laughs> <laughs> and the postmaster, the, the train man postmaster comes out and he's like, What happened? And Mirabelle says, Oh, my gun accidentally misfired. <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> and she just gives like the cutest, most charming smile. Evil. Um, does someone want to roll for Mirabelle for me? Oh, sure. Let's um, see. Luca so, does not want to get the postman killed. So he, can he like help and say, yes, yeah. it's a terrible accident. Um, so now she has a four. We're okay. quite, four quite all right. Or is this a contest? Uh, all right. There you go. Okay. Um, she got a one. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna get postman killed anyway. <laughs> he uh, kind of gives this like scowling look. As, as he gives a look, Luca's gonna say, "He's kind. Of, I don't know anything about these things, but they're very, very dangerous. Apparently, <laughs> ow, that hurts." <laughs> um, and Mirabelle looks like she, you know, she's fingering the gun again. <laughs> And then the horse whinnies, throws up its legs, and stomps them down. And the postmaster, like, looks over, like, completely startled over this horse, as does Mirabelle. Mirabelle puts the gun away. As Sveth pulls out a syringe and stabs the postmaster in the back of the neck with it. Oh! <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Well, drugged and unconscious is better than dead? Mm-hmm. You two are insane. <laughs> what is going on here? There's... <laughs> You realize, stabbing people in the neck, knocking people unconscious, kidnapping people, I'm assuming you're involved in that whole fiasco. (laughs) Assuming? What the heck? And they just look at you, kidnapping people? Oh, like, I'm not supposed to know about all the women going missing and being hidden in cabinets at the university. Why, Luca, why? And they just look at each other. And Mirabelle goes, see, I told you she's gone soft. And she gestures at Luca. And then Sveth goes, well, maybe you're right. And he turns around and he pulls back a fist to clock Luca. I think Adine told him. 
So, I mean, you could have easily passed that off of what you were kidnapping me, but no, you had to spill the beans. You had to tell them. Oh, God. It's so great. So great. Um, Luca, I need a physique roll. And you can no longer use your little hero thingy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just... And... Um, I need a physique roll on behalf of Sveth. Oh my god, Ooh. Luca. <laughs> what? Matt rolled fours. fours. He rolled two fours. Air he fours. has two dice. <laughs> right, I'll roll Zeph. Um, <laughs> and he rolled ones. <laughs> Sveth is <Sveth>. just... <laughs> Sveth hits a wall. Um, hits the wall, like, besides Luca's head. It's, it's like, Luca does a little dodge thing. What the... <laughs> Ruin... Like, I am severely injured here. I am obviously not going anywhere anymore. Uh, you people are insane. What happened to just, you know, going to parties and, you know, like, what? And Mirabelle begins, like, shuffling through the bag of medical supplies. <laughs> Would just kill to see some of these scenes in an animation show. <laughs> and then she pulls out a pill and she grabs one of the water bottles. She hands the pill to Luca and she hands the water to him as well. What what is it? By that. <laughs> I'm gonna make you sleep. You're in a lot of pain. <sighs> Do it the easy way or the hard, hard way. Hard way involves my fingers going down your throat. <laughs> <sighs> well, I just want to say... Before I take this completely cooperatively, if I may have a few words, <laughs> I am very disappointed in both of you, whatever is going on here. And I just want to say, Seth, I think your brother deep, 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 deep down is a good person. And you have dragged him into something that I don't know what is happening, but I just have to say I am disgusted. Um, but I am how am I like a gentleman, and you know what? I need Your a break from both out, of you, like alcohol, because <laughs> you are both and just like unscrews the top of it. I cannot stand your company any longer, and I will take the pill and drink <laughs> the water. She's like about to pour it on your leg. Yeah. <laughs> and she puts the lid back on after you take it. Um. She like thank heavens, <laughs> or <laughs> thank harmony. 
I oh have... ma'am, harmony does not approve of your shenanigans. <laughs> I have adored this, this Sveth consistently failing and Mirabelle being like, I right? love you, but please just let me deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love when the dice inform like character traits. It's so fun. Um and it takes about like fifteen minutes or so. And you begin feeling like really loopy. And then really sleepy. And then as you're he's, out. As he's like feeling loopy, Lucas starts to say, you know, the worst part is I honestly don't know if I still have feelings for your brother at this point. <laughs> it's just so confusing and everything that's going on. It's like, I just wanted a nice life and a nice and then he cocks out <laughs> oh so up in the study Darren Nickel and Marilyn and Royce are spending some time together yes um And the study is lined with books. And this is probably one of the best collections of books Royce has seen outside of the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And the mere fact that it exists in a tiny farm town is stunning, but not shocking given who Darren actually is. Um. And you all sit down in kind of like these big, cushy, comfy chairs. And he says, what do you think? A secret for a secret? I don't think we have to be so mercantile about it. And Royce will begin explaining things. Mm. Uh, Kind of like leading up to the most recent revelation. Um, Like he'll he'll talk about the missing girls, like saving Genevieve, all that. But I recently found an old copper mine of mine. that found its way back to me through divine means. It's a conversation between myself and Rafe years ago, uh, not long after the breakup. I'm sure you're aware of that situation. Somewhat, yes. And Rafe made certain accusations that the Hilarials and the Hastings are sliverists working to bring back 
the Lord Ruler, and that they have a reserve of Atium, though what they're going to do with it, who knows. He also said that the Illarials and Hastings were pushing for a union between Luca and Rafe. And Rafe broke off the relationship because he knew if that marriage happened, Luca would be brought into to this whole terrible situation. And that's the last thing he wanted. Made me promise to keep Luca out of it. To keep him safe. Well, that certainly sounds like my mother. That Rafe was going to do everything he could to get at the heart of the matter. So that he could do what he could to stop it. Well, I can confirm <clears throat> at least that they certainly are sil sliverous um, and that they are looking to bring back the days of the Lord Ruler. The more extreme of some of them believe that they could bring back the Lord Ruler himself, which I'm not sure that that's a possibility. Um, though more odd things have happened. Uh, I do not know much about the ATM. When I was around when I was around someone had a map. Um, but it had not been used yet. Yeah, it was pre-Kadasandra, and they had not yet figured out how, what correlated with what. I'm not sure if they had another store of ATM from something else, or if they finally figured out how to use the map. The the main item from the auction your mother was interested in was a metal tablet, like the ones the stories tell of the Ascendant Warrior and the Last Emperor during the, the ending of things. But this was not one of those. And it also had a map. You saw it? Yes. Currently the only copy of it is in a ring. A map. 
Yes. My my father used to tell me stories about a map etched in metal when I was young. He said he stole it from a noble and that it would lead to great treasure, treasure so great that he would never have to steal again, but that he lost it in the game of cards. I, I never believed it, but now I wonder if it was true. Uh, maybe, maybe when we get back to Elendil, I can find him and ask him about it, and, you know, which, which noble he stole it from. Maybe it's the same map you guys are talking about now. Well, then you will also have to find where that map went. Well, I guess that that would be the trouble, but... If he did indeed have it and lose it in cards. Perhaps, but it is a long shot, but it's more of a lead than we had before. It is. Mildly losing my mind a little bit over there. <laughs> oh, oh dear. It's okay. You're it's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's all fine. The world's on fire and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, one more thing I can share that if you don't know, it would be prudent for you to know. My mother is a rioter. She is a force to be reckoned with, and she is one of the most subtle rioters perhaps anyone has ever had the chance of meeting. I, I am a soother, so... And I don't know if that will help or, but perhaps it'll, at least with experience with that sort of thing, maybe, maybe it'll help us. Perhaps. But I will say again, I do not believe this is a war you can win. That does not mean it's not a war worth fighting. There will always be good, and there will always be evil. And the most you can hope is to step away and live your life. If you wish to pursue that, to pursue this, this battle, that's fine. But please keep Luca out of it. He does not know what he's up against. Esty at least has her gold, and she can... She's seen enough at this point that she knows what would have happened. Luca has no concept of who or what he would have become. Luca is Luca. But 
I believe he's more. I believe he's more than you think. And I would hope that I'm right, Royce. Or I would hope that you're right, Royce. But I am not willing to take that chance. That's how you said. Keeping Luzka safe is my highest priority. Are there any other questions that you might have that I could possibly help you with? Do you happen to have any contacts in Elendel? People you know would are or would be willing to oppose your mother? At this point, there are those who know and who would be willing to oppose her are few and far between. I can give you a couple of names. I'll write them down for you before you leave. Thank you. That would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one more thing. Um, if you have any useful contacts of your own, um, the Sliverest sect that my mother is a part of and runs, although I don't know how recognizable your faces are to her at this time, um, in some of the smaller pockets of them. The leaders wear necklaces with shards of the glass from the window in the Lord Ruler's room. That is very useful. I don't know how you would come about one or a few, but it's noteworthy. Um, And they come up now and again if you know the right people to ask or the right places to look. Yes, there was one at the aforementioned auction. That doesn't surprise me. If you don't mind my asking, what house was your wife from? Her maiden name was Yeoman. I know it's been some years since you were involved, but the Imperial Consortium. 
was that involved back then? Back then, the dealings were small. Uh, we had a few people here and there on the inside. More because while the Illarials are wealthy, and while the Hastings are wealthy, if all this wealth were put to the use of our pursuits, we would no longer be wealthy <laughs> and no longer have the influence we have. Um, so having the financial connections allows for more flexibility within the dealings. Um, I have no idea how far they have got at this point, though. Or to what lengths things have gone to be hidden. Thank you. I I would perhaps ask you um, before we leave to do a favor. Um, the the woman downstairs, uh, Genevieve Jelly. She she was one of the uh, kidnapped women that Royce mentioned earlier that we rescued, and perhaps uh, it it is it is not safe for her in the city. And perhaps would you be willing to? Uh, keep her here and help her find somewhere safe to stay uh, when we must leave. I'll speak to Mara about it. She should be she'll she should come around if she's not already Thank you. Figured that out. Night rolls around mm -hmm. and Dervish has returned from his mm -hmm. cleaning pursuits. Yep. Um, and everyone has come downstairs for an evening meal. Um, and you know, there's a there's a kitchen table which is a bit tight of a fit. Um, but they've managed to scrounge enough chairs by bringing out like the port, bringing in the porch chairs, and you know that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, bringing over the the piano bench and. That kind of deal. Um, and you're all sitting around the dinner table and, you know, Jelly and Mara have um, prepared dinner. Um, which was really just them kind of finishing up what uh, Darren had started. <laughs> um, but they had finished it up while you guys were talking and um, you all sit around having a lovely meal. Ghost has gotten back to his kind of old self and is talking and, you know, reaching across the table impolitely and seems to be completely, a, you know, at home. <laughs> and Genevieve and miraculously has his hearing back. Comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
Dervish is quiet during the meal. Home. Got a lot to think about. Voice is characteristically reserved. I think Marilyn is probably also a little bit more subdued than normal. It's a very, very like, quiet, <laughs> contemplative dinner. In the meantime, Howie might be chatting with, like, the, the, the patriarch, what's his name, and, like, giving Damn. him advice on on particular pieces of farm equipment upkeep and how to keep them running better. Um, Darren says, as much as I am very curious to know all about this, and again, very happy to listen to this conversation, you'll actually want to talk to Mara about that. She's the one who does the most ma- majority of our farming. Um, I actually... Right. And Howie pivots and, and just starts <laughs> like, doesn't even miss a beat. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's like all right yeah and and darren does listen um mm-hmm. but very clearly like he is not the one who is going to be doing that work so he wanted it to go to the one who was well doing the work isn't necessarily the same as the person who's upkeeping the equipment too yeah well i mean but but yeah she was yeah He's academically um, interested in it, <laughs> but he's the little nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as it gets later in the evening, you know, as dinner settles down, you know, there's not only has dinner been quiet, but it gets even more quiet after everyone's eaten, right? Because your tummies are all full, and like you've been, you're tired from traveling. Um, and there is a knock at the door, and then it just opens, um, and in comes a very petite young woman, um, and she looks rather like Luca, um, dark hair, kind of gray eyes, um, but very small, and she says, Oh, hello. Um, I was told that you all would be staying in my house while you were here and that you're friends of my brother. Um, lovely to meet you all. Uh, and you're all from Ellendale? More or less. Yes. Yeah. Um, Royce will stand, like, offer her hand. Is like, um, I am Royce Hadrian. Oh, you are my brother's roommate. Yes. Good. Um, interesting. You're not the type that I would have thought that he would have chosen as a roommate. Which <laughs> <laughs> just looks at her. No expression. And you're proving my point. Um, <laughs> and she just she looks around and she says, "So how do you all know each other? Because obviously it is not from university or from well the party scene or anything like that." Technically, I do know him from university, so <laughs> I'd be wrong on that front. I just I just kind of point to Marilyn. I think if Marilyn knows that the, the the cover before it was blown, so I think she's just going to kind of say like, oh. 
he was introduced to us by a mutual friend who is no longer around. Well, that's and just kind of leave it there. Well, um, are you all ready to go? Should we, I'll walk you down there. Um, I have to apologize. The roof isn't quite finished, but then, I mean, it's, it hasn't been raining or anything, so you should be fine. Um, it is a little bit nippy, so we'll make sure to grab some extra blankets. Um, and Mara's like, yes, I've already prepared some there, you know, on the, they're on the couch on your way out. Um, and, um, (laughs) SD goes, well, good. You all ready? Uh, yep. Yeah, I I am, yes. You all are so quiet. (laughs) (laughs) It's a week. It has been, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure. Usually Luca is the life of the group. Yeah. He always was a bit of a shake things up sort. But he is a sweetheart. Um, and she says, all right, well, come on, let's go. They're up things. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so you collect your things. Um, and you can leave one of the carriages here, since that's all yep. Luca's stuff. Yep. Um, and you take the other carriage, and you go off down to... Um, Estes home and it is it's a little bit bigger than um Mara and Darren's house um because the bottom level is a um set up to be some sort of office um and Esty you know walks you in and she says I am so excited to have this place finished. Um, my darling, uh, Cedric, he is, well, he's going to be mayor um, soon. Well, when his father passes on, but so he's trying to do that. Um, but I am starting my own practice here and it's not like the area like, super needs it, but there's always accidents and so. I do my best to help. What kind of uh, practice is it going to be? <laughs> oh, um, I did my education in surgery. Oh, nice. Yeah, this, this surgeons are always handy for like you know things like gunshot wounds and stabbing. So yeah, it's it's handy Irvish. to have around. Yeah, might want to stop talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he says yes. Well, unfortunately, we don't see many of those around here. Mm. Um. <laughs> Had I lived another had I lived another life, I probably would have seen a lot more. Um, if her brother but... was here, he'd be one now. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know when someone close to you, you know, gets shot or something, and it's handy to have, you know, those skills on hand. Yes, well, and out here, they, those kinds of things tend to be more accidents, you know, um, folks messing around with guns when they shouldn't be, or you know, hunting and you know, not wearing the right colors or not using proper uh, safety with weapons, so. But not a lot of, like, 
gang violence out in the oh no no out of the city no no not at all no that would have only really happened had we moved further out into the roughs although those aren't gangs those are more bandits and you know roving coloss or you know staten yeah okay you don't want to mess with those this is probably probably the safest that we could have got as far as places the family could have chosen so well done mom and dad so are you all set here do you need anything um anyway so yeah down here is mostly the gonna be the uh practice you know so you know there's this surgical room over there a little like reception office um but upstairs you know there's like rooms and stuff i would suggest staying down here because at least like the floor is put in so you will have a roof to that extent but the roof of the actual building isn't in yet um so i would suggest staying down here but if you like your privacy the rooms upstairs are a little bit smaller and you know cool. uh, thank you yes. maybe you're warmer you blooded than i am <laughs> <laughs> yeah some of us are, some of us sometimes like sleeping a little rough you know it's an experience yeah yeah, yeah. Marilyn kind of side-eyes Dervish at that. <laughs> and Esty looks at Dervish and she's like, uh, so did you come from Ellendale or? Um, I'm from, I live in Ellendale now. Um, so, you know, I came with this group from Ellendale. Um, oh, you're talking from experience when you talk about the roughs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little more literal, you know. Um, did you enjoy living out there or was it just a little... Oh god, no! It was terrible. Oh no, um, I do oh, not. Okay. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I always think it would be fun to have a grand adventure, but there's there's elements to like, you know. Um, Stories well, don't tell you about some of the realities, like <laughs> lions and yeah, bug bites. Yeah, sometimes the... it's more hassle than it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get to see things like, uh, you know, the starry sky, you know, you don't get a lot of that in Elendil, uh, with, with all the electric lights that they've been bringing out recently. And, um, you know, and it's, and whilst, you know, lions do are scary, um, giraffes are stunning creatures. Um, and they're, they're, they're like, they're like deer, but really long necks. It's, they're, they're, I would like to see some of those someday. Those sound incredible. Yeah. How do they drink if they have really long necks? Uh, they have to like stand a little bit away from the water, and then they they crane their whole necks down like that. It's it's you know it's, it's interesting to watch, and the way they yeah. eat, they eat the trees, the really tall ones. I don't know if you guys have that in in the basin, but you get these really tall trees. Um. Interesting. No. No, I don't. We not not of that height anyway. Probably not anyway. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I will wish you a good night. Um, I'm going to head back to my parents. Um, it's not home. This is home. <laughs> um, but yes. You all have a lovely evening, and I'm sure we will be seeing you for breakfast. Um, yeah, thank you very yeah. much. 
Thanks for Thank letting you. us stay at your place. Yes, you're welcome. Um, sleep tight. And she, you know, turns around and closes the door and kind of waves as she goes out. I've got choices to make and I haven't made them yet. <laughs> you don't know what to Dervish. do next. Uh, Yes. This is this is the first chance we've gotten to talk really since leaving um Belton because you were you were in driving the other carriage but Bell actually pulled me aside before we left and asked me to make sure you kept in touch with her. Really? Huh. Well, I got I got the vibe a little bit from her but uh huh. It's good to know I got the 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 charm still works a little bit. Um Marilyn, can I come talk to you outside? Um, sure. Yeah, let's 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 take a little walk, and I I quickly go over to Rosemary. I say, "Who's Rosemary?" Sorry, <laughs> Hallie. You're gonna say Royce and change. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Royce and changed it. Um, and I'm gonna say, "Hey, Hallie, can you just like occupy Ghost for a little bit?" Just find him something to do. And then I'm going to take you on like a little walk down the road. And Howie's kind of annoyed by this because she was going to take the opportunity to talk to Royce. But no. <laughs> I, I have a question. Gonna... Yeah. Do you make eye contact with Royce as you go or do you avoid it? I avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> I I am like I'm so in my head right now. Uh, and I'll kind of look over at Ghost and go, eh? <laughs> you know, he really when he asks you to like occupy me, you should really consider the fact that you're right there listening to him at that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of rude. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't put it together. <laughs> you know, we all have our flaws. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, for a walk <laughs> down yeah. the road. Yeah. Dervish, uh, what what did you need to pull me aside for? Um, did you make any plans to, with Eddie for when we get back to Lendell? Uh, nothing specific. I mean, you know, we, we know how to find each other and we agreed to, you know, meet for lunch, you know, keep things casual at first, but not, <sighs> not break off contact like before. Well, rusted <laughs> ruin. Um, Marilyn, I, I'm not sure you're gonna see your dad again. Um, why? When he, when he left, uh, when he spoke to me, it wasn't him that we've been speak we've been working with the last few days those last few days 
What do you What do you mean it wasn't him? Like, um, it was one of the the conjurer. He had taken on your father's identity, um, in order to kind of get in with us, you know, help us out, and um. And he told me that your father, he actually, um, he, he passed away last year. What? I'm sorry, I, you have to find out this way. I didn't quite know how to tell you. So you just kept it a secret? Uh, I mean... As you said, as you said yourself, this is the first time we've really had an opportunity to kind of get this out. I didn't want to tell you in front of everyone. I didn't want to make a show of it. Sure. That's what you need to tell yourself. <laughs> Marilyn, I... <laughs> I'm sorry that you had to find out this way. I, I tried to get the conjurer to tell him yourself, um, but the last time I saw him, he was our horse. Um, so... What's his name? Uh, Carmel. Carmel. Yeah. Uh, he said he wasn't planning on you seeing him again as Eddie. Um, so I don't know what will happen when we get back to Lendell. Um, well. How did Eddie die? Uh, he didn't actually tell me. I'm sorry. Um, what I can do is, uh, you know, like I said, I've, I've seen him before. Sorry, I've seen him again since. Uh, he told me he's Eddie and then saw him again when he was the horse. Um, but what I could do is, is next time I can make sure that he sits down with you and tells you everything you need to know about your father. Next time? Yeah. Next time won't be on his terms. Yeah. Okay. You should go. Yeah, I was going to say, if you need a moment, I'll... Leave. Yep. Okay. Bye. And I head back to the house. So meanwhile, Hallie has done absolutely nothing to control whatever the hell Ghost is going to do, because Ghost is going to do what Ghost is going to do. Um, <laughs> and she does kind of go, she goes up to Royce and kind of goes, yeah, how are you holding up? I'm fine. And she kind of gives you that mildly skeptical look. I'm as well as can be expected. I did talk to Ghost. Got a few more details about what happened. Is Ghost still in the room? Probably. Or... I mean, I, at this point, I assume he's going to listen in on literally anything he wants to. 
I will say Ghost has left. <laughs> He's either spying on us or Dervish and Marilyn or both. Who knows? I'm going to burn tin and listen for a child's heartbeat. I'm going to have you roll your tin. Okay. Information acquisition? Yeah. <laughs> At two. At and two. I also want you to roll a spirits roll. Okay. So my tin rating is now six. So plus one is seven. Uh, twos and one nudge. And uh, the spirits is also two. And the spirit is going to be three. My spirit is seven. Can I add anything to that? Information acquisition. Fives and two nudges. Okay. That will come into effect in a while. <clears throat> so, one, you hear Ghost has left the vicinity, um, mm -hmm. and he's actually, you know, skirting along after Marilyn and Dervish. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because when he's told he shouldn't be going somewhere, he's going to go that, so that's a, that that's direction. That's a light for him to go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um Yeah. So you just shouldn't have you said that right I shouldn't have said anything. Face. Yeah, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> well He's not listening to us at least. And he was worried and I was worried and according to him. You were using your tin while you fired, and something happened, and I am assuming it just overwhelmed you. That's putting it mildly. Yeah. Uh, but after you went down, he picked up the gun, and he fired the final shot. Um, Royce's... Uh, composure breaks a little bit. It's like, first there's like a flicker of relief and then sorrow. Yeah, we, I, I talked to him about it. I think he's going to be okay. Took that gun from him so he wouldn't have to go through that. I know. Hopefully he's going to start doing a little bit better about telling us what he's planning before he does it. And I had a chat with him about healthy crew relations and that adults generally have a very high drive to protect kids and it would upset us if something happened to him. And... The situation we're in is not an 
it's not for everyone no in an ideal world he wouldn't be here but there was no way we could keep him from an ideal world none of us would be yeah well eh, never gonna have that so but you need anything you ask thank you and thank you for looking into things well it's what crewmates do for each other right well something like that at least kind of looks at him a little oddly but Because she doesn't know he doesn't consider himself part of the crew. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go outside. Dervish and Marilyn have to talk. Marilyn, what are you doing? I think Marilyn is going to take a few minutes. Just like let this sink in. And then she is going to pull out brass drink it, and soothe her own emotions and turn to go back. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, as you turn to go back, Ghost kind of steps out of the you know, like bushes. And he says, Marilyn, Yes. You know it's okay to feel sad. I know. How long have you been listening and watching? He kind of gives you like a, <laughs> like, sorry. Uh, and he's like, well, Dervish said for Hallie to watch me and she didn't. And All right. I'll have a talk with, and then she kind of cuts herself off before she finishes saying, I'll have a talk with Dervish. Like, she doesn't actually want to talk with him. Yeah, understandable. (laughs) And he says, you know, it's not Dervish's fault. I know. How are you feeling? Like I always do. He looks around. And then he just sits down in the middle of the road and kind of pats for Marilyn to sit. It's it's chilly out here. We we really should be getting back. Ellie said adults try to protect children. I'm not cold. I'll sit down next to Ghost. Child is such a precious bean. (laughs) 
I shot Dervish's sister. Thank you for telling me. I wasn't telling you because you needed to know. I was telling you because I was feeling things about it. I mean, not feeling things about it, but feeling things about it. Because not feeling is kind of feeling. It's emptiness. But you're feeling things too. Ghost. Do you know why I want to protect you so much? When I was your age, my... The, the adults in my life. One, one particular adult in my life. Didn't protect me. And I, I never wanted you to feel that. I should have known he wouldn't have changed. I should have known there was something wrong. Sometimes when adults make mistakes, they have to take responsibility for it and face the consequences. And this is my mistake. How is it a mistake? Because I, I knew better. Well, you're still learning. Adults are still learning too. And it's not a mistake I'm going to make again. Just because one adult doesn't care about you doesn't mean other adults don't either. Thank you, Ghost. Um, we we really should be getting back now, though. Ghost looks a little unhappy, as if you're still not understanding his point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he says, "Irvish is an adult." Dervish was trying to keep you safe and to make sure your emotions and your feelings were okay. And this was going to hurt no matter what. He cares about you. You might have not, you might have had someone who didn't care about you and who caused you pain, but now you have people who do care, and stuff still hurts regardless, because life. According, Thank you. according to Hallie, life. But but you have people now. Thank you, Gust. And I'm I'm sure Dervish and I will will work things out. I just just need some time. No, no, come on. I'm gonna be a little bit more forceful this time. <laughs> Just be like, come on. Marilyn is getting cold. <laughs> <laughs> and and Ghost like gives you a quick hug. <laughs> I'll hug him back. And like accepts that you are now done with the conversation. <laughs> um and as he lets you go, Royce, you're inside and you hear this. 
you hear the sound of doggy footfalls, which is a sound you've heard before. Yes, and as soon as I hear them, I go to the door and I open it as soon as it reaches the door. It doesn't come up to the door. It comes up to where Marilyn and Ghost are standing. (laughs) And it is the old dog from the Nickel Homestead. Mm -hmm. Of course it is. Yeah. And in its mouth, it's holding a letter and a pin. And it drops it at Marilyn's feet. Pick it up and look at what it is. I'm like, I'll glare at the dog first and say like, are you Carmel? Before I touch the stuff. And Ghost just goes, I knew there was something wrong with that dog! (laughs) And then the dog just looks at Marilyn and does this, like, uncanny shake of its head and then pads off. And then I'll, I'll pick up the letter once it leaves, sort of begrudgingly. Um, and it is Luca's letter. Okay. To his parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the pin that oh, the he pin, dropped yeah. in front of the horse. <sighs> this this is important. We actually we do need to get back and tell the others. <laughs> and Ghost just nods and and scurries back up to the doorstep where Royce is already standing. <laughs> <laughs> Having watched this exchange. Yeah. Ellie's going like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. She doesn't know anything about any of the Chondra at all because <laughs> nobody's told her. <laughs> Think. <laughs> yeah. And like, I do open the door for have Marilyn and Ghost, and I like stay on the porch watching the dog retreat <laughs> till he is out of sight. And he just seems to be heading back to the Nickel household. Just gonna kind of look around and go, we we have a problem. And then pull out the letter and the pin. And share share them with the come from. Uh, Royce will take the letter and open it. (laughs) No one. No one's answering Hallie. (laughs) (laughs) And Jill says, the dog delivered it. The Kandra delivered it. Kandra get involved in this. <laughs> I didn't When Royce says <laughs> the Kandra, can can Marilyn like look at him and like roll something to see if she figures out like As a point of fact, as I was about to say, oh. like, I did mention the Kandra yeah, I can't oh, okay. off the coin. All right, okay. th- 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 you can still make a roll. Yeah, I but... still, I still, I still kind of want to. Th- that Kendra followed us all the way from Ellendale. I don't think that's the same Kendra. There's <laughs> more than one. <laughs> I mean, there's yes, there's more than one Kendra. <laughs> I mean, yes. involved in this? What the hell is going on? I'm gonna come join the group. I don't know where I was, but I'm. I'm this is yeah. <laughs> the you just hear all shouting. I hear shouting. I'm like off the loop. <laughs> to be fair, we are 
involved with the plot to bring back the Lord Ruler. I believe that is something Harmony would keep apprised of. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think it's practical that it would work, but still. Okay. Okay. What's the letter say? Well, Marilyn wanted to make a roll. Yeah, I wanted to like do do some kind of check to see if Marilyn like puts together in the context of this, and then him saying like the Kandra, and like, well, there's more than what like she mm. see if she can like kind of figure out like put things together with Royce. The one thing she will know is that Hallie had no freaking clue. Of all the people on this crew, Hallie is definitely mm-hmm. the one that was not keeping that secret from her. <laughs> <laughs> So, I suppose I should roll first to see what you need to beat. Mm-hmm. What what um, what would this roll be? Like wits? Is this a wits contest? Yeah, probably wits. Okay. Um, I would like to add my cool and collected personality trait. Um, and then like. So you can also add, like, a die for, like, the situation, right? So it's, like, the fact that, like, I did follow it up with, like, something that is true that is kind of a, a red herring. Okay. Grace, do you have anything you want to roll to your, or add to your roll? So I, we we didn't, like, fully, fully flesh this out, but I did mention wanting to change my drive after I found this out. You and did? Could, Yes, I we we haven't figured out the exact wording, but this would definitely be in line with what I talked to you about. I would say yes, absolutely. So you can okay. add one. Okay. Fours plus one nudge, <laughs> and I'm going to spend three of those to bump it up to a five. <laughs> Have I like made any rolls this session? <laughs> Get nudges. <laughs> I don't think I've made any rolls. So I got twos, so Royce wins that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, so you have received a letter and a pin that is most certainly Luca's. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hand that over here, Royce. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I love how much Ian's just cracking up over that. It's the stupidest thing that I've ever made. I don't know why. This is why I break him so easily. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if this isn't a coded letter that, uh, that I've ever seen, then I don't know what is. We need to. We need to get to Ellendale immediately. Yeah. Should we tell his family about this, or is that like. I think it might be better if we don't want to worry them too much. Yeah. They're already if... worried. And us leaving in the middle of the night. We can either tell them 
and they can worry about something solid, or we can disappear on them, and they can imagine things that are worse. Exactly. There are times for lies until times for the truth. We could also leave a note. But not no, because we don't want Luca to tell them he's not going to make his sister's wedding because we know that's a lie. Mm. Yeah, not this note. Yeah, I say we just leave a note saying we're heading off to Elenda. We, we decided, grew back together and we decided we should leave sooner rather than later. Boyce is in favor of telling them that, like, hey, we got, like, a we note should... reached us. And it's like, we're headed back to find Luca. Yeah. We got a, we got a note from Luca. Okay. We are going to get him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Royce is so, agitated mm-hmm. reading this letter. We are going to end this session with her. Uh-huh. Our- Luca ends up. Luca, when you wake up, you are in a very small, dark space. And you're pretty sure you put your hands to the sides. That's metal. And that your feet, it's metal. That the head, it's metal. And on either side, it's metal. Um, and it's a little cold for comfort. They've effectively um, hidden you from harmony. Oh, and he's in the. Oh, I, I know where he is. <laughs> as you feel around, you realize that you're like on a tray. Of some sort. <gasps> oh. oh no! He's in the morgue. He's in the morgue. In the morgue. <laughs> and you are most definitely in a cadaver bay in the morgue. And that is where we will end. Ah. This session is not the one I was expecting us to <laughs> <laughs> But it was a good one. It was a good one. Oh my god. I mean, I had the conversations I really wanted to have, so I'm fairly happy. I had none of the conversations I wanted to have. <laughs> I wanted to sit down with Royce and be like, did you know that the country we spoke to ate our horse? Um, but uh, I wasn't able to, to have that. <laughs> after wait. After wait. Oh... Marilyn. Let's do our outro and then we can freak out off yeah, camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you audience listeners would want us to freak out on camera, but oh boy, it takes like 20, 30 minutes to come down for one of these sessions. <laughs> um, so thank you everyone for listening slash watching Dicepawn. This is episode 11. Um, we are getting very close to the end. Um, we were planning this to be 12 uh, episodes. It may end up 8, 13. Um, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. 
what happens next session. Um, but yes, don't forget about uh, this week's giveaway when it'll be picked next week and then announced in the next episode. Uh, don't forget you can buy all your Mistborn Adventure game goodies from MistbornDice.com and use uh, the code 17MBDICE for when you uh, spend more than $20 or more and you get a free box of dice along with your rulebook or whatever it is that you bought. Uh, thank you to Natasha for running this game. Uh, welcome back, uh, Matt. I hope you've enjoyed uh, playing. Uh, I hope the baby has been... Being kidnapped. Yeah, being kidnapped. (laughs) Super super fun. Good. (laughs) You can find the rest of us on 70shard.com for your news, theories, discussion, and fun. We have a Discord, a Facebook, a Twitter, a SoundCloud, a YouTube, a Spotify, uh, and you can support us on Patreon, where you can find the Session Zero for this game and see how we planned it. Um, Thank you guys for watching. Stay tuned and keep those dice rolling. Bye. Bye.